what is going on everybody and welcome into the game of the year number 2022 edition it's also episode 71 it's actually yeah it's actually episode 71 but it's the it's it's, it's year 2022 such an awkward no. number such a weird number for this one number year 21 2020 2022 21 how you guys doing Fucking in. we're here man we're here how you guys doing hopefully everybody had a wonderful week it is friday it's, it's not a normal day that we it's not a normal day that we do this podcast it's a it's a it's a friday it makes it extra Daylight extra special yeah it's friday yay it's friday are we li- i just want to make sure we're live because we're you know we're doing we're this live. live we're live on, the- on okay, both twitch and youtube so nice. everything's looking good on the awesome. main accounts now everybody awesome 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 well there you go guys like you said we just said it we'll say it again we're live here across our main account on youtube which is pre-patch podcast as well as pre-patch podcast over on twitch so no longer are we across all the different channels. We have unified ourselves into one. Uh, we've become sen- sentient pretty much. And now we're, you know, next year we're kind of like the little- human centipede, but a lot less. Peace. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, now. Yeah, I guess that's a analogy. Can I be in, can I be in front? <laughs> I don't want to be. In- and then we can be in the back. <laughs> he eats all this shit anyway. So. No, 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 no. I don't think so. <laughs> anyway, that's you, me. sir. I do not. I put up with all the bullshit. I don't need all the shit. Exactly. Exactly. Spit you all the shit out. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, whatever. What, what the fuck? This is not. This is not ganging up on sin. Fucking. Episode. What do you mean? It's any other podcast, okay? So it's always gang up on yeah. sin. Yeah. Well, anyway, welcome in everybody, guys. We don't. We don't have time to dilly dally around. This is the fucking big gear episode. This is the episode that's gonna take fucking three and a half to four hours. Fucking buckle up. We got twenty three topics to go through. We're gonna be going through the game of the year awards, basically as they did. Uh, almost verbatim. We're cutting out some of the crap that, well, let's be honest. <clears throat> Does anybody really give a fuck about the esports, like best esports team or best best uh, esports coach or best esports athlete? Unless you're in that space, like no, we we don't. But so, a hey, hey, best content creator, free patch podcast. <laughs> Same. <laughs> That's true. Same. Yeah, I feel best take that one. Podcast. I yep. feel yeah. uh, I feel gypped on that one. So. Um, but it's okay. I was I was looking through the esports stuff, and I genuinely like I used to be like fairly up to date with some of the esports teams. I don't recognize any of these teams anymore. Cloud Nine's really it. Cloud Nine, yeah. Well, I, mean, I recognize Phase, but the crazy thing about it is that the esports scene is just in such a weird space. Like it's 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 so odd now. Um, you know, with, with where it's at. But that's we again, we're, we're already derailing. We don't have time. We don't have time. Yeah, we, can't, we don't have time. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, but make sure you guys, if you are, um, you know, uh, tuning in live, that's awesome chat. We want to know your opinions as we go through this stuff. We want to know like how, you know, whether you think that we're accurate, whether we think what you're winning, what, what is your, you know, choices for this stuff? Um, you know, input it. We want it. We want feedback from you. And if you're listening to us, uh, after the fact, uh, which you can do at anchor.fm forward slash prepatch podcast, um, you know, Hey, come join us live we, we do this live now on our channel here on youtube as well as over on twitch so two different places you can catch us um and then obviously if you love what you see with us together as a group you know you can go and check all of our channels out individually as well whether it be on youtube or on on twitch so um do it yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show buckle in we got a lot of stuff to talk about um we're not gonna be doing anything else other than just the topics in the, in the news or I'm, I'm sorry the topics that came out any kind of news stuff like that we're going to cover whenever we come back um just because this is such a lengthy thing so um and i'm sure that a lot of these things are going to be heatly de- debated so 
Heedly. Whatever, man. Fuck it, dude. I'm like three drink. I'm just I'm kidding. I'm not I have no I'm I'm completely sober. Have you so. been doing buzz balls with scrubby? Buzz balls with scrubby. It's the new segment. Yeah, that's our new segment. Yeah. That's <laughs> our new segment. Yeah. We can get a sponsor, Buzz Balls. I'm just saying. Scruffy will hey, drink the shit out of them. I'd rather be sponsored by eight balls. I'm just saying. I, I need my own like branded buzz ball. This the scruff ball. I'd rather no. It would taste like carpet and dirt. <laughs> G fuel, G fuel sponsorships are the thing of the past. We're just going straight for buzz balls. Just straight for oh, yeah, buzz right. balls. Man. You can't. You got to stop. If, if we, want, if we want to do I powder, tell, we got to go him, with balls. I'm telling him, oh he's got to stop it. You can't if we're going to get sponsored by a powder, it's got to be eight balls, man. Oh Come on. Oh, my God. Okay, well, we may have to go back to our individual <laughs> channels because this one's about to get fucking blown up. All right. Well, yeah, we're not the use of any illegal narcotics. No, not at all. Um, all right. So what are you, what are you, ta what are you talking about, man? Oh I'm, I'm talking about the eight balls where you shake them and it gives you an answer. Answer not yeah. clear. Yeah. What, what what powder is in that? Magic. magic. Powder. Yeah, magic. I was going to say magic. Powder. <laughs> yeah. It's totally magic, man. <laughs> oh, we're okay. We got to get back on track, guys. We got to. <laughs> we got to. It's normally it's me. I'm usually the one fucking derailing this shit. And this time I'm trying to keep these three fucking knuckleheads in line. This is going to be great. Uh, All right. Well, knucklehead. our first category is most anticipated game. <clears throat> and we are. So uh, just so you guys, if you are tuning in live, we are pulling this directly from uh, the Game Awards site. Um, so thank you, Jeff Keeley and everybody over at the Game Awards uh, for giving us access to uh all of this but what i wanted to make sure that it's understood as well is that you're going to see a little thing saying winner that's who won the category for the game awards that's not who necessarily won our category um so just so you can kind of understand what you're seeing or what, what uh if you are watching this uh post stream so um so most anticipated game ways is going to work basically goes to the category we're going to talk about we're going to tell them their nominations what they did then we're going to give our nominations and what our winners our individual winners are and kind of discuss um yeah, so that's kind of going to be the way that this all kind of functions. So, most anticipated game. Recognizing an announced game that has demonstrably illustrated potential to push the gaming media forward. I.e., the game is coming out <laughs> soon or soon to be soon. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's likely pushed back. <laughs> yes, yes. So that's that's, that's going to be Very a category next year. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Be, that, that should just be the name of the category. Instead yeah. of most anticipated, yeah. it should be we're, most likely to be pushed We're going to have Starfield on here for probably another four years. <laughs> At least. At least. Yeah. At least. So, yeah. So, uh, category or uh, nominees were Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, the remake, um, and Starfield and The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. So, aka Breath of the Wild, too. Yes. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna have a list. So, Breath of the Wild, too. Legend of Zelda is what won the category there. Um, I guess, first off, is there anything that you guys would want to add to this category? Uh, yeah. For me personally, um, it would probably be Atomic Heart. That is my most anticipated game. And I feel like that game has got a lot of hype around it, especially after the last like showcases. Is that coming out soon? I thought that was coming it should out. Be, like, it should be coming months. out, I think, by I the think end of this year. Or maybe I think it's, a, uh, I think it's an Xbox, an Xbox uh, Game Pass they won, too. I believe, yeah. So okay. That'd be so my Tom choice Hart. to add. Well, the, only nice, about, nice. the only thing about Tomic Heart that I, I'm really concerned about, and I guess I guess it, it doesn't matter in this category because it's the most anticipated, like, what are you looking for? I don't think they're going to hit all their marks. Like, I, I think that that game is going to come out 
and it's over ambitious you think oh way too over ambitious i think graphically it's too over ambitious i think it's going to be bug ridden i think not that starfield's not but i'm just you know yeah. i don't think that's far off but you know i guess again like you said it's most anticipated like we can't really tell right like, yeah everything that they're touting like that is building the anticipation but we'll see how it really is when it comes out <laughs> right bill yeah i you? agree anything else you'd add to uh, this list? I, I have a couple but these are just for me personally um i'm pretty hyped about uh both lies of p and lords of the fallen those games like they're just a, it's a genre of gaming that i like so for me personally those are two that i'm really hyped about but final fantasy 16 is uh probably the best stand like one that got thrown in there and resident evil 4 there's just a lot of good games next year if a lot of games don't get pushed back there's going to be a lot of good games i just hope that the xbox studio stuff like all the delays that they have actually come out next year because xbox studios has a pro promising lineup coming out oh absolutely that's if they hit <laughs> i mean they were supposed to you know, they, their whole thing was this. They, they didn't this release season. a single first-party game this year, so they've they've got all of them for next year, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Um, Enigma. I. I don't know. I, I think Final Fantasy 16 is one of my most anticipated for the next coming years. I, I think it's still going to be a while before I actually get my hands on it. Obviously, because it's a PlayStation exclusive, so that's. I got that to look forward to, right? <laughs> You got, a, you got a year minimum? A year minimum and then probably another year because it'll go fucking Epic Epic Games exclusive for another year, I guarantee it. Yep. And then whenever or, uh, it comes to Steam, it'll be buggy as hell. Or until <laughs> probably. Microsoft, Microsoft buys Square Enix, one of the two. Or Sony. Yeah, yeah. And we, we, we can always hope, you know. Right. I I, th I think my other one is is definitely Nightingale. I think Nightingale is one of my most anticipated for this next this next year. Um, yep. I'm really looking forward to seeing more with that. And, and we're, we're going to cover it a little bit more. Uh, it comes up in, in a couple of these sections, so uh, I think that's probably my two most anticipated. I wouldn't I wouldn't say Starfield because I, I it's it's kind of going down that same route of like Bethesda. They've kind of burned me one too many times. Shame, you know, you burn me six times, shame on me. You burn me a seventh time with seventy six. Fuck you. So, <laughs> I've been beat up and abused by Bethesda, but yeah. I, I still love them. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, know. Yeah. yeah, that's I think those are mine. Has has anybody? Has there been any news about the Fable reboot? Um, no, it's or think did so. it just kind of like have its initial it just kind like of thing petered then... out? Yeah. yeah it's, okay. It's, it's gone quiet. It, it's uh. It, it, it Peter Bowen you out. Well, <laughs> every time y'all yell the fuck, I'm just like God, dude. The audio is gonna be jacked. Um, uh, there has been news on, on Fable. I want to make sure. Like, there's been stuff that they have, have talked about. The game is still in active development. They have tweeted multiple times. That's like, yeah. different things. So it, I just want to make sure it didn't, like, die. No, it's still it's still being very much uh, developed. They're just being very quiet about it, which I think they should. I think a lot of these developers have learned from Cyberpunk to go, fuck Don't it. Don't say just, shit until you're yeah, ready. <laughs> just, we're going to be quiet, and then when, we, we, when we're ready, we're ready, you know? So, um uh, you know, and, and I think that was true. If you also saw a lot of like the trailers this year, you know, that we saw from, from the, though we saw a lot of game trailers, you know, gameplay stuff. We also saw yeah. quite a bit of stuff that had nothing, you know, and it's just, you know, you know CGI. This game is in development. Yeah. Look forward to well, it. That's, that's, that's what I, that's what I crack up about every time that we have like the, the game of the year bullshit is like a lot of the, uh, the first looks and like the, the exclusives and stuff. 
it's like not in not real in-game footage this is not actual in-game footage this is not gameplay and it's like no really i well, couldn't yeah. tell I, I would say i would say that pre unreal 5 now with unreal 5 i can understand why that needs to come up because unreal 5 like some of the I stuff that's on there man is, is pretty impressive it's, it's 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 very it's very it's very apparent that it's a it's a you know a, a cinematic versus yeah. a gameplay you know i'm yeah. excited about unreal engine 5 for two oh, reasons I am, one I am the graphics are ridiculous they and are. two hopefully we won't get any more of the shader packaging issues that unreal engine 4 has been delivering with recent games um because that's well, the big issue with like callisto protocol on pc and stuff right now is it's, oh, all shit. A shader, it's all a shader packaging issue i i forgot i forgot to mention uh marine uh space marine New space well, that's, for me so, game. That's, that's, that's a that's yeah, a that was just for me. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I was yeah. going to ask. Was so I'll, I'll give mine and I was going to ask the question that I want. So uh, to post to the team, but um, so mine, uh, I actually I actually have a few that are, that I kind of wish were on here, right? Like um, I think uh, so Diablo Four. Like I am super excited and super stoked for Diablo Four. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, well the. The thing about it is like what they showed prior to the game to the game awards, right? Like yesterday or two days ago, they they did a huge dump, right? And it looked right. not bad. Like it looked there were, there were some things that I was like, eh, okay, this looks very slow comparable to regular Diablo, but also they're only level twenty whatever twenty five. There's a whole bunch of other stuff that's going on there, but um, you know, it looks like they're taking it into routes that it I think that it needs to go, and they're taking like things from. Uh, you know, uh, Lost Ark and stuff like that, that I think will make it better, which I'm, I'm excited about. Um, you know, the other things too, that I would say are actually things that came out during the trailer, like, like blue protocol, completely forgot about that game. And then I saw it and I was like, this could be really fucking dope. Uh, Way Wayfinder, which we'll be able to play hopefully next week. Like super excited about that. Now. Like I, I am, you know, uh, that, that's, the that is just stream. a beta test. That is just, well, I think it's the, I don't know. I think it's going to be early access, just open, um, starting next week. It, it may be beta. They had a. They had a. I'm pretty sure like it's a, a beta. It's yeah, a, I, think, they, I think it's one of their things. First. It's like it's a beta because fuck Fortnite's still in beta. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those like beta True. stays and and stays open. So, um, but you know that, and then like I said, like is Remnant two? Is anybody excited about Remnant two? You know the the space. Marines. That was a big shocker. That was, that was yeah. I'm I'm hella hyped and. From what they showed in that trailer, it actually looks like they've made like a significant jump in like the gameplay aspects of it. Yeah. Well, the hope there is that they they listen to some of the feedback, at least that we gave, which was make it needs to have more replayability, better in game loop. Yeah, it's it needs it needs RNG. more replayability. It needs better in game loot where it's randomized, actual stats. randomized yeah. loot on stats and everything like that. And if they just add those two options, like I think that it would be infinitely scalable like it will be infinitely replayable i'm gonna tell you right i'm gonna tell you right now there's one point in the show that me and enigma legitimately about lost our shit and then we got completely disappointed um when it oh was, yeah so when jeff keely's like lost planet that dude first off jeff keely legitimately almost had a heart attack on fucking stage he did, when, dude. He, when he's like i cannot believe I, that they're allowing me was, to fucking showcase dude, this game I, I, th I think he was about to cry man like he was legitimately about in tears and then, it, so. and, and then it happened, and then we see the trailer, and me and Enigma are like, no fucking way is it Lost Planet 3. Like, no fucking way is this Lost Planet 3, and then it's Armored Core. And then it was Armored Core. And I'm like, yeah, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yep. which I was I was significantly less hyped about that. Yeah, I was like, oh, that shit yes. so hard. Yeah, so, I, I, I mean, went from being like a 10. Exciting. I went yeah. from being like a 10 to being like a 2. I was like, yeah. 
I mean, we did talk about it. like the last Armored Core was like what ten years ago. You all said ten years ago. Years ago. So, to be fair, like yeah, it, it is it is pretty big. But yeah, but I was rather... also kind of shit. I, yeah. I well, that's, well, yes, the Armored Core series has not been great since like Armored Core Two. Uh, so I I three wanted was good. I wanted Chrome Three, three was, okay. was good, dude. I I don't know. I went hard on Two. Armored Core Two was like my fucking thing. Two was the like, best, but Three was good. Yeah. I, okay. I mean, well, Four and Five. <laughs> I did not like Four or Five. Um, I wanted Chrome Hounds. I thought it was also Chrome Hounds. I was like, oh, bro, yeah, they bring we Chrome Hounds Chrome back. Hounds. Like, whatever. But they're anyway. for there for a second. I was like, they they are they making another Mech Warrior game? They literally just released a new one. What the fuck? So, um, all right. So to wrap up, most anticipated game. So your most anticipated. I just want to go through our winners uh, here and our choices. Do we first off? Do we think that this, as they stand it, as they have it here, do we think that this is accurate? Like, do we say that Legends of Zelda: Tears of a Kingdom is really one of the most anticipated games which I, I know that this game is this category is subjective right we, we can't really say right. yeah. well, fuck everybody that voted for this game you guys are fucking idiots but I, I guess the thing that I would say is that for me if there's a Zelda game on here it's almost guaranteed to win for whatever reason it's just always almost yeah. guaranteed to win like it's 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 because yeah. like nine times out of ten Zelda games are bangers and Breath of the Wild did make a big industry leap as far as open world games goes now that Elden Rings came out and kind of revitalize that open world like feel like even more. I think this is it has the potential to be like a really big thing if you're into Zelda games. Okay. So but we'll again, it, it's also a niche audience. It's a Nintendo exclusive, that kind of thing. The Switch is still on pretty old hardware, so I don't know how much they can actually like push it past what Breath of the Wild one did. But okay, I know a lot of people that are heavily excited about it and it, it, it's a big franchise okay. i think that has wide appeal yep i i would say that. i mean i think uh i, I can see it I, i'm looking at these choices here i can see why i mean i would i would see these choices here the only other one i think that competes is final fantasy final fantasy yeah, yeah. I think it's those two. No, that was that was my biggest thing is like i think that final fantasy should have won this, and for me it but... would have been final fantasy because yeah. i'm i like legend of zelda but final fantasy is my baby That's... That's, that's my biggest thing. The issue would be the I'm, complete opposite. That's my biggest thing. I'm not a big fan of Nintendo in general. So it's like when, yeah. when they announced it, I was like, I understand why it won because Nintendo fanboys are rabid yeah. and want fucking Legend of Zelda. But I think the Final Fantasy 16 for me and for a majority of people that don't play fucking Nintendo games is probably was probably the more anticipated game out of that entire list. Personally. Right. All right. Well, so game of the year, uh, game or game awards, uh, most anticipated game was Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, for Scruffy, it was Atomic Heart. For Bill, it was. Give it to me again, Bill. Uh, Final Fantasy sixteen is fine. Final, Final Fantasy sixteen. Enigma, yours yeah. was. You gave me two. You said Final Fantasy sixteen. Final Fantasy sixteen, and mine is Diablo four. Um, so All right. there you go. All right, moving on. Next category is best adaptation. Um. So best adaptation, recognizing outstanding creative work that finally or finally faithfully and authentically uh, adapts a video game to another entertainment medium, i.e. basically making a cartoon movie series, whatever music video, all this. Other, well, I don't mean, actually music video doesn't count, but anime. Um, I think it's just like anime, anime or cartoon yeah, series some, or some, some type movie, of yeah. some type of feature film series, whatever you want to go. Um, so I know this is going to be highly contested. Uh, so their winner was Arcane League of Legends, um, which actually Enigma rightfully pointed out to me yesterday uh and i th i thought that came out this year but you're saying it came out last year 
No, it came out. Yeah, last it was either last year or end of the well, year. It, for that, it was it's, it's been on out for last year's. Yeah, game of it the was awards. on last year's game of the awards yeah, thing because they they had they had uh they had Sting and they had uh what's it called uh, uh, Imagine uh, Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Sting in there. Yeah. Yeah, November sixth was when Arcane released. Yeah. So okay, so. All right. Well, their category, their nom or their nominees are Arcane League of Legends, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, The Cuphead Show, Sonic the Hedgehog Two, and Uncharted. Um, and the winner that they chose was Arcane League of Legends. So I think we can all. I mean, kind of agree. I, like if it came out in November, it shouldn't be on this list. Like it. Yeah. Uh, it's that's that's, that's about, my that's my only argument. I, I like, don't think it, anyone's saying like it, it doesn't deserve. Like it's a good it's a show. Great, it's great. It's a great show. It's phenomenal. Like one hundred percent. I if if it, if it came out this year. I could see 100%. it being winner, but I, can see I think it definitely robbed uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I, I do too. Yeah, that was that was my biggest thing. Is like between all of that, if you took if you took a what's it called a Arcane completely out of the equation, yeah. Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk trumps by a landslide. Uncharted was shit. Sonic the Hedgehog too. Well, I heard Sonic was he uh, Sonic Hedgehog was okay. Fuck um, that. Not not even close to Edge Runners. I'm sorry. But, 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 I, no, 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 show, yeah. And then I've heard not that's even okay close, too. bro. <laughs> But no, Cyberpunk, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, Bill. You already got mine in the these, these, Yeah, these two already has yeah. already voted. Bill. I I have not watched any of these besides Arcane, so. Bill, I, Bill, Bill, Bill. Do Bill, yourself Bill. a favor. Listen, man. I I I know. <sighs> I know. I need to. I, I've been watching Chainsaw Man. Oh, and okay. Time. Good. Chainsaw Man's great. Chainsaw Man's not a video game though, right? Like that was a. That's nah, just, it's, it's, nah, just, it's a manga. just a manga. It, it long game. Sure. I, it, it's on my list for okay. when I want to be uh, a, a the very espresso. Yeah. So <laughs> I have watched all these except for Cyberpunk Edge Runners um, because you guys all know that. Because like, you I, don't like I, anime. It's not that I don't like it. I just I can't. I I, I, I want to make sure it's very clear it's, because I don't want the wrath of any fucking people at all. Period on the fucking internet. And you're all the weebs on like, your ass, bro. <laughs> It's not that I don't like anime and I don't appreciate it. I just, I can't get in. I just, I've had very hard troubles getting into it. Maybe Cyberpunk is one that I can't get into because I like the video game. Uh, maybe it is there. What? But <laughs> I love Sonic the Hedgehog too, bro. That movie good was Lord. fucking great. It was a good fucking time. It was a great oh. adventure. It was a great kickback. It like threw me back to being a kid. Like the first one I think was, was dog shit. I don't like the first one. I think it was crap. Uh, this one. If you're a fan of Sonic, dude, and you grew up at that time playing Sonic 1, 2, and um, Sonic and Knuckles, like, it it, it just, it really does. I, I did, though. I, I, I grew up playing Sonic. I grew up playing that yeah, game. Yeah, but you're I a cranky ass Sonic, old bastard. I still say that fucking, fucking movie was shit. It, it wasn't. It was so good. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> the Knuckles, Idris Alba played a phenomenal Knuckles. Tails was amazing. Sonic was awesome. The M, like they, the the whole like the music, the score was great. Fucking Doctor Robotnik was on point. Like it literally just was, it was just great. But I, I, I can great I adventure. can say the same thing for Cyberpunk. Like I'm not fucking saying... score was great, animation was great, everything did, was great. I'm not saying we need I'm to. Not... Uh, <laughs> we need to get a Discord link for the uh, the podcast streams so that people can join and like see uh, Sin and Sonic OCs in the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> I just I I. Yeah. I really enjoy Sin, Sin is actually Sin is actually a uh, he, he writes fan fiction like erotic fan oh, wow. fiction for Sonic in the background. Yeah. Oh my god. That's impressive. It was I did I didn't knock <laughs> any one of you for any of your choices. Elba, uh, for Knuckles <laughs> long before he was even cast. That, that was like his headcanon for 
I, I do love Idris Alba. I will say that, man. I actually said it on the show. I was like, dude, Cyberpunk, I got to go back and play it because it's got Idris Alba in it. He's like my new Will Smith. I fucking love the man. Like, he's, I love everything he's in. So, you know, he's in Edge Runners, bro. It, no, he's not. Is he? No. <laughs> no. no, but uh, Gus is. What's his name? Uh, 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 from is Better Call Saul. Gus. He just Alba? Yeah. Uh, not, I don't give a shit. No. I can't remember. His real name is. Hard to pronounce. No. Something. I don't care. Totally, yeah, I can't remember it. Yeah. Yeah, he's anyway, in it. So for me, um, me, it's Sonic the Hedgehog 2. I, I, I thought Sonic the Hedgehog 2 did a great adaptation. Um, you know, if I take out Arcane Legends, because or Arcane League of Legends, from that I, I think this because to me like we can all can we all agree too that cuphead like cuphead i don't know i don't want to say like it did anything outstandingly like creative there because it's it literally like the game it was it good I'm like, not it, it was, it was yeah, really I'm, good I'm not, it, 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 was it was very, very it was very very uh what's it called uh like close to the the source material. yeah i feel like that's such sure, an easy like yeah. way like game to translate to film or you know um it was cartoon. already it was already, it was already a cartoon, a cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> right yeah but I, I'm not again, uh, I'm not yeah. saying it was bad. Like I just I think that it it to me yeah, it's no. kind of like a not a cop out, right? But it, again, it's easy. It's 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 easy to do that. Like taking these other things that we've talked about, like taking cyberpunk and making it into an anime. Um, I mean, even though it's then we could anime. just we could just say Uncharted was ass too. Dude, Uncharted sucked. I've watched Uncharted. Yeah. I, I tried watching that movie three times to see, but like maybe it's just me. Maybe I just need three to, like, times. How did three you put yourself through it? I watched it once uh, because uh, I, I wanted to see it. Like I just was like, cool. I'm gonna, and I didn't. Thank God I didn't pay for it. But I watched it once. Uh, I was like, oh god, no, this is just bad. And my kids were like, oh, I want to see it. And I was like, oh, fuck. All right, well, I watched it again, and then it just happened to be on, and then it just happened to me. It was non-consensual uncharted area territory. Watching Morbius more than once. I have yeah. watched Morbius more than once too. I actually own Morbius. That's the sad thing. I I actually Why think Morbius was a good movie yourself? because I got. I, I, I actually I legitimately think Morbius was a decent. Movie. I, it wasn't. It wasn't a great I, Marvel was okay. movie. It wasn't at all like good get, in that get, aspect. But I thought it was a decent movie. I didn't mind it. I think it could have been probably 30 minutes shorter and less dull. Yeah. I, I think the runtime was long and like it drug. I thought it was too short. I thought they should have, uh, it was, they cut too much shit. That's why it was uh, bad. So, um, but anyway, uh, yeah. All right. Well, there you go, guys. Uh, so the game awards came for me. It was arcane. Oh, sorry, Bill. I didn't, I, I thought you had given me yours. Um, apologize. Okay. So, Game Awards and Bill's pick is Arcane. <clears throat> um, Scruffy and Enigmas is Cyberpunk, and mine is the actual winner here, which is Sonic the Hedgehog 2. All right, moving on. Uh, Join so the Discord for <laughs> and Sonic OCs. Uh, best, moving on to Best Multiplayer. Yes, that's the next category. So Best Multiplayer, I don't think it really needs to be explained, but for anybody that doesn't know what multiplayer is, it's outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences, irrespective of game, genre, and or platform. Uh, the nominees here were Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder Revenge. Um, the winner for the game awards, uh, they chose Splatoon 3. So we'll keep going in the same order that we've been going. So Scruffy, um, thoughts on this and or what are you, would you add anything and what would be your pick? Uh, I mean, thoughts on this, I'm not surprised. Um, I, I am. I don't know. Out of these choices, I'm not just because we all know Splatoon's got a huge fandom in the East. And I mean, even in the West too, but definitely in the East. Uh, I just, 
I feel like this year was very hard and maybe personally for me for multiplayer games there's nothing that really speaks to me and I know I've been playing a lot of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 even that doesn't deserve it for me because that game's going through the ringer of, of bugs and, and everything just just like 2042 did so um it, it's a real tough choice for me like I said I, I don't have too many multiplayer games that really uh you know did anything for me but uh if I, I don't, I don't even know. Like this was a tough one. If I had to add one to this list, uh, the one that gave me the most enjoyment, maybe Marauders, which I know is a kind of a shock because we only played that for like a week. But I can't put, I can't even like take it and put it in my soul that Overwatch Two should be on here either because that game is just, it's it's Overwatch One. It, it's not even just that it's it's i've said it multiple times i don't even need to get out my overwatch rant but it's just uh at this point it's like my grudge my personal vendetta is overwatch 2 <laughs> it's like enigma's grudges with everything else mine is, is overwatch 2 everything that game stands for now is just flawed so can't do that can't do modern warfare 2 because it's in a terrible state well terrible it's in a rough state yeah, I know Marauders is probably a shock, but I, I actually enjoyed the multiplayer aspects of that game. I think it actually has a lot of room for improvement, whether they take it or not. They might not, and it, the game might die, but I think it's worth a mention at least. Fair enough. Right. Bill? I want to say Elden Ring, but I can't because the co-op experience is garbage in that game, and not everybody's going to like the PvP. Um... Two that was actually my shocker. Sorry, that was my, actually my shocker as to it not being on this list. Like comparable to it's the because, other ones that are on it's here. It's because they botched it. Yeah. The, the I mean, it can't be more super... botched than Modern Warfare Two. <laughs> I almost wonder, yeah. like, too, like multiplayer is is kind of different than co-op. Like, uh, no co-ops involved here because uh, the lost option, uh, Shredder's Revenge, is an entirely co-op experience. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that game was really. Yeah. Um, two games that I'm surprised aren't on. I'll just here. say including co-op. Never mind. Yeah, is uh, I'm surprised Tiny Tina's Wonderlands didn't make the cut um, for multiplayer. It, it, it's Borderlands has always been pretty heavy on that, and I'm also surprised Rainbow Six Extraction didn't make it on this list. But maybe that game came me out and my died, friend that, group. Yeah, huh? that game died so fast though. Like as far as just yeah, out of the limelight. Yeah, like. yeah. Me and my friends enjoy it, but it I I don't know. Personal bias, I would have went with either Tiny Tina's or uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. I don't get the fascination with Splatoon, but I've also never given it a solid try. It's the the East. The East sold it. It sold hundreds of millions of units. It's the top grossing game of all time in the East. Like it it yeah. it it is the the it is taking over the esports scene in the East. More people that are playing wild, and watching Jimmy. Splatoon I, three. Than they are watching league, all of that shit, Dota, and that those are big categories over there. Like, it's crazy. Okay. Well, good, good for it, man. Yeah, yeah, I had no clue. It's nuts. It's it's nuts. Um, but yeah, uh, I okay, I, I I I can you know I think I think you're on with Tiny Tina. I'm actually not thinking about that. Like I forgot. Like me and Scrubby put a good amount of time into. That. I, I forgot about that too. I, I forgot. Came, <laughs> I'm contemplating right now changing mine to Tiny I, Tina's. I think it, because it came out time. so so early, we just forgot. And you know, uh, you know, the games. And I think that's I think that's a fault of this category because it's like we live in a culture now where it's just the next thing, 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 and but and especially in multi. Think for you yourself, know. bud. What are you talking about? 
I, I, no I don't buy new games very often. Bill plays. Well. Bill plays one game. Yeah, but I'm saying, you're, but you're not. You're not the like. You're not the culture. You're like you're not the cultural norm. Like most people are fiending for that next thing. Like what's that next thing? What's the next thing? What's you know? What's the the thing that can keep going? I mean, if you look at fucking. Congrats, Twitch. Bill. You're not a normie. He's yeah, pretty much saying exactly. <laughs> I have uh, my ADHD in check, apparently. But it, it's you know games that come out early in the year. I think do get you know, push uh, forgotten about uh, in the multiplayer space um, specifically. For so. sure. Um, Enigma, yours? What do, what do, you, what do you got? Uh, one second. I'm actually going to shock you guys, I think, with mine. I definitely forgot about Tiny um, Tina's. I think... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock you guys. I, I think uh, my biggest one right now, for this year at least, was... In co-op and in multiplayer, I see I see why they did uh, Splatoon, obviously, and I, I see why they they pulled Overwatch and Multiverse and all these other ones, right? But I think my biggest one was V Rising. I had a lot of fun with that. V Rising was an enjoyable time. Yeah. Is that, is that, I, I had a lot of fun with it. Least? I thought I thought it was a good time for both co-op and for online multiplayer with like the PvP and everything like that. I. I think they did a really good job. Like it, it was, it was not broken. That's the biggest thing I can say. It was not broken from in the day, day and it fucking age released. where <laughs> where games come out in such a broken state, ninety percent of the time. Yeah. Was it? It did it full release or was that uh, early access though? No, that was early access. Okay. Is it still? It it, it is not. No, it's it's released. Yeah. Okay. If I'm not mistaken. When did Dark Tide come out? Did it come out within the? Uh, Dark the Tide literally came out like the thirty. Not quiet. Yeah. So, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a game out there that uh, that also I think uh, kind of which we 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 didn't play a lot of it, but what we did play, I really thoroughly enjoyed, and I really 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 want to go back to playing it. And they have done a phenomenal job of keeping this game updated. Okay. Core Keeper. I love. I loved playing Core Keeper. I think that it had a lot of cool like aspects to it. Um, you know, it, it hit on like the, the ARPG element of like having the different abilities and like different, uh, weapon classes and, and traits and stuff like that, that you could go in It had that top down, um, feel for, you know, for the ARP or the action RPG. It also had like the Terraria feel with like the random, but like the bosses and stuff like that. It's phenomenal. And they've continued to keep it updating that are, are updated. They just, it went 1.0 this year. Um, and it really is like a phenomenal experience. It's well put together that everything works. You can bring your character from your solo game over into your main game. Like um, they've added new biomes. It just, it just worked. And the game was extremely fun to play, um, you know, and I, I would love to go back to that. We, like I said, we as a group didn't really spend a whole lot of time in there um, doing it, but I, I would love to go back to, to that experience. So core keeper is actually my, my winner um, uh, out of the best multiplayer experience. I like it. I like that pick. Are you changing your opinion, uh, Scruff? Do you want to go to Tiny Tina's? Oh yeah, you know I think I will actually. Bill, Bill definitely changed my mind on that. That that was actually a really good time. I had a lot of fun, you know, and that it created a lot of good memories, you know, such as Mobbly Dick. Mobbly we, we Dick. Can't forget. Mobbly we Dick. Can't forget baby. Mobbly Dick. Okay. Mobbly. So yeah, no, that was that was a great time. Oh, we'll man. change my answer it to really, that. It really was. It really was good. This was actually a really good year for I think uh, multiplayer, you know, multiplayer games. We, you know, we get a lot of like, you know, a lot of crap um, a lot of times. But honestly, I think this year um, was actually really good, like for multiplayer co-op so, so. experiences. 
Really? I, I think, think we, we had our fair share of uh, botched games, but we, we did have some some gems in the rough. I mean, I think... I, I, will, I will say that, like, in, in comparison to, like, other years, there was a severe lack of, like, impressive online, like, opportunities this year. You know, yeah, like, I, I, I feel like there was only, like, one or two for me that I'm like, yeah, that, that was memorable, you know? Yeah, that's that's kind of how I'm surprised I'm feeling. none of y'all said Lost Star. Lost Star didn't come out this year. Came out last year. Ah, that would explain why you didn't say Lost Ark. I I wouldn't have said it was an impressive anyway. Like Lost Ark, fuck. Lost Ark would be like my my most anticipated <laughs> disappointment of the year. Um, oh, so speaking of Amazon, didn't uh, didn't New World come out this year? No, New World came out last year. Was it last year? I can remember. It was last year. Yeah, New World tried year. to revive itself this year. They did try to uh, revive this. Me and Scruffy are playing it again, so yeah. I'm enjoying yeah. my time with it. I, I'm enjoying I, it. Grinded out another level fifty character, so I'm, it's I'm having it's uh it's 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 dead enough that they had to merge servers already. So you know, there's there's that, I suppose. Are you still uh, enjoying the lack of mound? Yeah, I don't mind it. That is a little downside, I would say. But. I don't. I I've never. I've always been the proponent of not. I'm. I'm oh, we know. <laughs> so. no, we we don't have to get into this. This is this is a, this is a topic <laughs> for another day. All right. So yeah. best multiplayer. Uh, the game awards chose Splatoon three. Scruffy chose at first Marauders, flipped his answer to Tiny Tina's uh, Wonderland. Um, what a 180. And then uh, Bill, his was Rainbow Six Extraction, correct? Or Yeah. Yep, Rainbow yep. Six Extraction. Um, Enigma's was V Rising. And then mine was uh, Core Keeper. So uh, there we go. Uh, I'm actually, you know. Uh, uh, Pretty Enigma, diverse uh, selection there. It was. I'm actually surprised, uh, Enigma, that you did not pick Tribes of Midgard. That wasn't this year either. I mean, it was. Did it come full release this year? Yeah, it went one to know this year. Okay. I my my biggest thing with Tribes of Midgard is like I I enjoy Tribes of Midgard and I enjoy playing it, but like their online play I think is a little fucky. Even with survival mode, it's still a little fucky. I think they they still need to work on it a little bit. Um, it worked. Oh, it worked. That's the biggest thing that I can say. So I mean, yeah, but uh, I, I think I still think that V Rising did it better, honestly. Yeah, has there, has there been any updates to V Rising lately that have come out? Uh, not not in in the way of like huge content updates. They did a uh, they did an update for uh Halloween where they added in some like Halloween themed uh free like decorations and shit, but. I don't think that they've done anything major other than just like bug fixes and stuff. So. They got to come out with content. That's the uh, the raft update, right? <sighs> the raft update, or the Leviathan update, or whatever it was. Oh, oh that was uh, a season. Tribes, was... tribes of Midgard. Yeah, yeah. that was the no, second uh, season, yeah. I think. Or, I'm talking about. We're talking about. They, they've they've had the rafts for a while. Sorry, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I was like, wait, what Leviathan? Um, nah, I, I I must have zoned on the topic swap. Oh, great. Oh, gravy. All right, cool. Well, there you go. Uh, so moving on. Uh, best sports and racing game. You can hear the excitement just coming off of us. As, as this happened. Uh, all right. So best sports and racing for the best traditional and non-traditional sports and racing game. Um, F1 2022, FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, Gran Turismo 7, and Ali Ali World um, were the categories. I've Gran never Turismo even heard of Grand Tur- you, I have. I, I, Ali Ali World? Yeah. Um, I've actually played it, um, surprisingly enough. Uh, <laughs> Gran Turismo 7 was the Game Awards pick here. Um, 
I mean, we could we could speed round this. <laughs> Scruffy, do you have anything to add, or do you disagree? I, I've actually, uh, to everyone's surprise, have absolutely nothing to add. Um, good on Gran Turismo. I will give that my vote as well. Okay. <laughs> Moving right along <laughs> to Bill. What you got for us? Uh, Gran Turismo, for sure, is deserving of this award. They put the most polish into a racing game that I've ever seen, and it's honestly breathtaking how much detail they have. Um, one game I'm surprised isn't on this list is uh, Riders Republic. That didn't come out this year, though. Did it? I thought that was last that year. Was a is it another one that didn't come out? I don't think that came out October 2021. Yeah, Jesus, so. okay. I'm I'm just a year behind. Bill it. was Sorry. living in the past. <laughs> <laughs> he got his game last. He got his game. He got Elden Ring. He doesn't need to live in the future. What nope. the fuck? There's nothing, there's nothing nope. coming up. So. <laughs> uh, in that case, yeah, Gran Turismo. All right, Easy. Enigma. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he's choking. That's the only thing he cares about. Um. So, okay, yeah. Okay. Uh. One Ali Ali World is actually a very uh awesome game. You can play it mobile. You can play it on your Steam. Or, or I was about to say Steam Deck, but you can play it on Steam. You can play it pretty much everywhere. It's 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 pretty. Uh, I play it on Steam Deck. Easily uh accessible. What's up? I said you could probably play it on Steam Deck. Oh, you absolutely can play it on Steam Deck. I think it's actually a. <laughs> a uh monument that it actually made it on here um because of you know what it like the type of game it is like th this is it's it's almost like a side scrolling game essentially where you play as a skateboarder and you are just trying to make the best run that you possibly can while within a sl slotted amount of time it's very simple and simplistic simplistic uh there um ali ali uh was already a game um and then they made it seems World. like a game i would play single, you, you really i think it, it is it, it's a very like um time waster game like you get in you have some fun yeah. you do some quick runs you get out so it, like it really is it really is a phenomenal really. phenomenal game another game that i'm actually surprised didn't make it in here which i guess could be like a, a quirky game is like roller drone like how did that game I, not i it's a it is a okay it's a sports it's like game a sports action but you're shooting people so maybe not really a sports game I don't know, but it's a really cool that uh like a different take on it um i never played roller I'm, drone, I'm honestly what I'm honestly really surprised. Game? Oh, I'm honestly really surprised that there wasn't a Mega Strikers speed on this. Mm. Yeah, I think Need for, I think Need for Speed came out too late. It, it literally just came out like last week, so I don't I don't think it had enough time. Did it? Okay. Get, yeah, Need for Speed. I, on I, that I don't one. I don't keep track of racing games. That will most likely probably win next year, barring what other uh, stuff is coming out. Um, I think completely utterly honestly, NBA 2K23 is a travesty to be on this fucking list. It's completely bug ridden, barely works. It doesn't load. It fucking freezes. It crashes. It's like it's still not fucking fixable or playable. It's one of the like most asinine things to be on this list. I can't believe it's there. So, uh, yeah. Um, my so vote, it's an it's an EA standard. Uh, well, it, other than it being 2K, it's a microtransactions sure. shop, my guy. Yeah, That's it's all it is. fucking terrible. Um, so. Again, I want to go Ali Ali World because of the the simple, like the cuteness of it, what it is, and like the you know the indie. But I'll give it to Gran Turismo. I mean, it's just it is what it is. So, uh, so there you go, Game of the Year awards uh, and pre patch clean sweep. Uh, Gran Turismo Seven won Best Sports and Racing. We are now moving on into Best Sim slash Strategy Game. So I'm sure that this one will be a little contested. I mean, we've got some some sim and strategy people on the. Uh, on the, the roster here. So best sim and strategy, best game focused on real time or turn-based simulation or strategy gameplay, uh, irrespective of platform. Um, I don't know. Why do they put that in there? Why, why does it matter of, of irrespective of platform? I don't know. 
And then I know that like most, you got to remember that like sim strategy games are predominantly for PC for the most part. So, okay. All right. That might be why. I, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Um, so, uh, Dune Spice Wars were the, no- for the nominees for the Game Awards. Dune Spice Wars, Mario Rabbit, Sparks of Hope, Total War Hammer 3, Two Point Campus, and Victoria 3. The winner for the Game Awards choice was Mario Rabbit, Sparks of Hope. Um, all right, Scruffy, any additions and or changes to what has been nominated and or voted for? Um, more personal than anything because I'm, I'm not a big sim strategy guy uh especially like the the top down rts uh styles you know like um like victoria and and total war i'm I'm not into those type of games um so i feel like i can't really judge on who should have won this category with their nominees uh i have heard good things though about mario rabbids so and you know we all know that the nintendo fan base is pretty huge so i'm not shocked at this winner as well um though i think for me personally and i don't know if i'm cheating a little bit on my nominee slash winner um but it is a sim game and they do say it can be real time it doesn't have to be turn-based uh, i went with one that i actually haven't played yet but i have pretty high expectations for uh that i do want to get into uh it's actually a world war one sim uh set in the mountains of italy called Isanzo. Um, and that is what it is. It's it's a uh, made. I think it's made by the same people who made. Um, uh, oh, what was that game? It was another. I think World War One Postscriptum. They made it as well. Yeah. Uh, so, is yeah, I've a, got some pretty high hopes for it. It came out this year. I've been having my eye on it. Um, so for it's me, stra- it's it's, it's a, a it's a strategy first person shooter. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Okay. And. Um. Cool. Bill. Uh, Warhammer got robbed at 100% sure thing. Like, it's not even a competition in my book. I agree with that. Warhammer yeah. 3 deserved this award. He totally deserved this award, especially with the uh, Immortal Empires coming out, like, last month. That blew this game up in my book. Also, Warhammer got robbed because Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate wasn't on this list, and I feel That's like true. it was much more deserving than... Three my, of these. You God damn it! You, you you took that right out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can go into a bit more detail, but no, fucking Warhammer got shafted big time on this one, and it makes me sad. Enigma. I mean, I, he he just said it. Yeah, like my my biggest one was gonna be War Warhammer 40k Chaos Gate Damon Hunters. Um, I don't know. I I think it it and Total War Warhammer three Total War Warhammer three definitely got robbed. 100% here. Like Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope versus Total Warhammer 3. Like, come the on. Base. I, I mean, dude. Like, I, come on. It, it's don't don't hear what, what I will say is don't knock Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope though. Like Mario Mario Rabbit's the first game I played. Yes. The second the second game I watched. Yes, I, but if 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 you t- if you take good. Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope and go to Total Warhammer 3. It's kind of a Total Warhammer. I get no, get, don't get my my uh, my choice is Chaos Gate. I'm the one, only one here that's actually played the fucking game. So, I, like, yes, my answer is oh, Chaos God. Gate. That game I'm, is. I'm not, I'm not even. Ta- I'm not even talking about Chaos Gate. I'm talking about Total War. What I'm saying is, don't. I'm not Total saying you're War. Wrong. I'm just saying, don't knock Mario and Rabbids because 
a lot of people and and again what i'm saying here is that a lot of people look at mario and rabbits and they see mario and rabbits and they go mario is a strategy game fucking doesn't work and it's not good or whatever mario rabbits is actually a very I, competent and very good XCOM style game uh, I, I'm not I'm, saying I'm not, it's, I'm not, I'm not even saying, saying it for that. I, I'm War. legitimately just saying, in comparison, you're gonna say that Total War. I didn't say that. Deserved to lose. <laughs> I didn't say that. I I'm just saying, say. any day, Rabbids crush Total War characters. Any day, those, those, those little guys, scruffy. they're not. Get out of here. They're indestructible. Get out of here, You can't. You can't kill them. Uh, like, it's, it's like you trying can't, to man. beat up Jiggly. Got, yeah, no, I, I, I think my only armor. My 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 only addition definitely would have been uh, Chaos Gate. I, I I haven't played it. I watched you play it, and I wanted to buy it. Um, but I need to go back and one hundred percent. Like just just watching a, a bunch of people play it, I, I was just like you in particular, and then a couple of other bigger streamers. I was watching like Burke Black and such. Like the intricacies and the and the strategy that you needed to do some of those fucking maps was insane. Bill, did you play? Yeah. So did you play Chaos Gate? A little bit, yeah. Okay. I I I am horrible at XCOM style like uh, games, but I enjoyed what I did play of it. So, I'm su I'm surprised that you're not putting a uh, uh, Marvel Midnight Suns on here, bro. Uh, okay, it's my turn to talk, right? Like, let me let me let me give let me. <laughs> and, and you guys, you wouldn't let me fucking do it. I wanted to so, but I asked Enigma sex, six sex times. I I asked some sex times. I tried to give him sex to say, hey, can I please talk about this? Damn, I didn't get that offer. I'm gonna I'm gonna hijack it for just fucking. Fucking thirty seconds. No, say say no. say that conversation. You said, you said you said Midnight Suns, and here's why it's not on this fucking list. Midnight Suns should and ultimately will be on this list next year. I guarantee fucking see it because it came out too too early uh, or too late. Like I think it'll be on here. I also think that Anno will be on here next year, and I'm actually surprised that the new Anno game is not on this category because it came out. Anno um, Anno released last year. No, not the new one. They just released a new one. Anno 1800. No, the new unless there's maybe it's just a DLC or update or ex, or uh, pack to it. But I, I thought the new Anno just came. Yeah, out. and and on Anno eighteen hundred released in twenty nineteen. Oh, well then it must have just be an expansion that came out. Okay, well never mind. But let, let's Midnight Suns. All right, so it it's a phenomenal fucking game. If I don't have to worry about a goddamn dating simulator and changing my fucking clothes, like I don't give a fuck about changing my clothes or Levels. dating or whatever. Levels. God damn it. I was, I was, I was, I was about to say, he bitches about us yelling and then he screams about you. It's a strategy game that I have to go and fucking date somebody in, and it's fucking dumb! That's why I don't fucking, like, it's, oh, god damn it. I'm, you know, we need to start doing these on Fridays more so I can yell. No, I'm going to keep yelling. That game sucked. <laughs> anyway. Oh, some guy yelled at. <laughs> the, it, it, no, the Midnight Suns as the core game, yes, but it, it doesn't win here. Anyway. Uh, Chaos Gate's my winner. It's a phenomenal fucking game. Um, I want to play more of it. I need to play more of it. It really does a great job of everything. Um, and it doesn't make me date people, which is awesome. So that's even better. Uh, just, so yeah. just, just to be, just to be specific, like my, my winner was Total Warhammer. Like Chaos Gate needed to be on that list, but Total Warhammer three wins, trumps all. <clears throat> okay, well there you go. So, uh, best sim strategy game for the Game Awards shows Mario Rabbids, uh, Sparks of Hope. Um, Scruffy, you chose 
Azonzo. Azonzo, that's right. Um, Bill chose Total Warhammer 3 and is very pissed that Mario is even on this fucking list. Have no, I, I'm not pissed that Mario is on know, the list. I, I know. I, I, know. I'm just I am. Chops. And Nick was very pissed. And Nick was said, get that fucking Nintendo out of my goddamn category. Get so. that bullshit off my category. All right. Well, he's going to love the next category. So the next category that I'm talking about, oh, and mine was uh, Chaos Gate, um, is best family game. And it's full of Nintendo games, Enigma. So you just want to, we'll skip right yeah, over yeah, here. This, gonna... this makes sense. This makes sense. <laughs> Keep your kitty shit in your kitty category, Nintendo. <laughs> All right. Best family game for the best game appropriate for family player, irrespective of genre and or platform, whether Enigma likes it or not. Uh, the nominees were Kirby and the Forgotten. So basically, this is just best Nintendo game. Uh, Kirby and the yeah, Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, Mario Rabbids, Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch Sports, Splatoon 3. Uh, game Awards chose uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Go ahead, Scruffy. What did you choose? But actually, I think I know your answer, but. Uh, um, so I've actually got one that's on this list, uh, for once. Um, my choice for the, this category would have been Lego Star Wars, uh, the Skywalker Saga. I've been playing that with my boy, uh, Nutty Nady. Shout out. Um, and it's a great game. I always have loved the, uh, Lego Star Wars series, and this one just takes them all together and, and just adds upon it. So, um, I would have loved for that to win, uh, but I think it was set up to fail, <laughs> Going up against an entire list of Nintendo games, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, kind of, kind of rip 100%. on that. Um, I don't really know anything about Kirby in the Forgotten Land, so I don't, I don't know if I can really say, congrats, you know, good job. I'm, I'm sure it's a great game, but again, I would have been Lego Star Wars, so yeah. All right, Bill. Uh I am okay with uh. I, I'm okay with Kirby being it. Kirby's needed a uh, a solid entry in its franchise for a while. I think uh, the Yarn game was the last one that I really enjoyed. So I'm I'm okay with it. <clears throat> All right, Enigma, you want me to skip you? I mean, do you give a fuck about any of these categories? <laughs> this category or these? I I'm, I mean I I think I think uh, I think Kirby's a good one. Like. I, like that, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like I understand this category at least, at least with all the Nintendo games, because Nintendo is like the go-to for family games, right? Like they're the go-to for creating family. Games. So like I understand Kirby, I understand Mario, I I understand Splatoon, kind of. I guess I don't really I understand how Rabid Sparks is on here though. It's not really a family game. I mean, it's not. Yeah. Co-op. Oh, uh, um, actually, I think that may be co-op. Um, Kirby, co-op. it is. No, 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 Kirby, no, no Mario. Rabbids, Rabbids, I, think Rabbids, I think Rabbids Sparks of Hope is co-op. Um, so I want to fact check. One of you guys want to fact check that? Well, yeah, I, 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 under, I understand Kirby. Um, it's, it's Kirby. Like, it's a, it's a family game. There's no multiplayer in Spark of Hope. Okay, so then I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get why it's on this list then. Um, also, no, no. also, by the I, way, I, yeah, I was gonna say. I think, I think it's just that there's no like violence. There's no like heavy. That or it's one of those things where you can like have each person that's like with you control a character and you just control or swap around. Yeah. Um, By the way, all of you Nintendo fans that want to like actually wreck uh, Enigma, it's at at Enigmatical Gaming on uh, Twitch. Yeah, come come over here, please. I'll tell you all to fuck off. (laughs) Nintendo sucks. Just accept it. The only the only good thing that Nintendo has ever done is Legend of Zelda. Holy shit. Okay. Whoa. All right. Oh. 
All right. Uh, so my, uh, <laughs> so maybe, maybe because of what Bill just said, mine doesn't fit in this category, but it is something that like, I will say, um, I, I have to be honest with like me and my kid played a shit ton of it. Um, and we still do, um, <clears throat> is multiverses. Uh, I know again, it's a fighting game and there's violence, but you're playing Splatoon. Like they're shooting, I get they're shooting paint, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, if, for me, if I'm saying like best family game is something where I get to sit down with my kid and actually engage with my, you know, my my sons and have a good time. Multiverses. We dumped a shit ton of hours into it. We still play it um, to this day. We have fun with it. It really is a great game. Um, you know, uh, for for fun and family. Yes, you are. You know, again, fighting, but it's a brawler. But it, it really is fun. Like, I, I really enjoy it. So. Well, it's 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 no different than Smash. Like. <clears throat> Yeah, but I don't think Smash no. was on this category. Either. I would say, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think violence can dictate like being a family game or not, because you have games like. Oh well, in that case, East. we play more, we play more Modern Warfare two than anything together. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if I put Modern Warfare on here. Like, you're, you're, you're not gonna have you're not gonna have somebody stabbing somebody's eye out in a family game. Uh, no, like, but I, I'm saying like I mean I mean the kind of violence that is in multiverse. It's it's, it's cartoon. Yeah, it's, it's you know, and I, I'm talking then about like like gang beasts, like not like hardcore like blood and gore yeah. violence, but beat 'em up style. Like that's that's I think fine and fair. Yep. All right. So, so uh, then going through the list here, we've got uh, best family game. The game awards chose Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Scruffy chose Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. Um, both Bill and Enigma chose Kirby and the Forgotten Land, and I chose uh, Multiverses. So there we go. All right, moving on to best fighting game. Well, <laughs> I guess you know here's this. Actually, I am, mine may not be on this. May not be my winner, but uh, best fighting games for the best game design, primarily to go head-to-head combat. Um, the nominees were DNF Duel, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, All-Star Brawl Battle R, The King of Fighters 15, Multiverses, and Sifu. Um, okay, uh, Scruffy. Well, oh, the Game Awards shows Multiverses, uh, by the way. And, uh, Scruffy, what was your choice? Any additions? Any, any issues with what has been shown? I got no real additions. Um, I think Multiverses is a, is a okay pick for this. Um, not, not my personal pick as much as i was hyped uh for multiverses and as much as my love for cartoon network and boomerang and all those characters um it is a fun game i just don't i don't know i feel like it just doesn't have that that like longevity to it and that that might just be a personal thing um i mean my pick for this probably would have been sifu um and that's not even a game that i've played but i've just seen and and heard things about this game um i think it's just a very unique uh game and i i think it, it definitely deserved some light here um maybe this would have been one of the only categories i could see it really taking too so um yeah i i think i would have just went with sifu multiverses uh i'm i'm okay with it though i'm okay with that win so okay bill i was just making sure that game that i was going to talk about was this year and it is not <laughs> no well yeah, we know what it was i'm curious Gear strive um oh, but yeah. that definitely came out last year because i think year. it won last year um it's a great game by the way phenomenal yeah uh multiverses makes sense in my opinion um the jojo's game is actually criminally underrated i haven't played it but i've watched a lot of people play it and it's actually a really competent fighting game as ridiculous as a jojo's fighting game can be 
Well, do, do you think, um, question about that because I love I do love fighting games and I, I love watching them. Do you think that JoJo like it being a JoJo game actually hurt that? Because like I've watched. Yeah, JoJo's I do. I don't I think, think people yeah. took it seriously. Like I, it's 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 yeah. a similar thing with like the One Punch Man fighting game. I don't think people took that game seriously because it's One Punch Man. Right. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, the only other comp competitor is I think King of Fighters, but I just don't think that that franchise has as much backing as uh, it used to at the very least. And multiverse is kind of hit hot and hard. So cool. Uh, Bill. Oh, sorry, uh, Nigma. Uh, I think I'm with uh, I'm, I'm with Scruffy on this. I, I I look at Sifu, and when I think of like actual fighters, I think of like like Sifu's fighting. I, granted, you know, again, it's it's multiverse and King of Fighters are both competent fighter games, but uh, I think Sifu did a really good job, and and I I think they got robbed of a couple of these uh, I a couple of these uh, these nominees. I just I don't think that this was the category for it to be in personally. I, I get why it's here because it's it they're taking it fighting, a fighting game. It, well, it's fighting in the sense of of yes, you like the or core beat mechanic, up style, right? It's a it, it, though it is it is it's wrong. I, I would say it's wrong to put it in a beat em up uh, category because of its technicality to fighting and the kung fu style, but. It's like when I hear best fighting, and I think when you think best fighting, you immediately think head to head. Like you're thinking, and it says it, head to head, two people going at it, you know, fighting, you know, or whatever, in multi versus four player, whatever. Some, some, you going against somebody else versus in Sifu, it's you versus the AI, and there's no actual um, multiplayer PvP combat. So uh, that's the only reason I think it, 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 it's hard in this category why I don't think it would have ever won. No matter how good it is, I don't think it would have I mean, ever won the category. I, I don't I don't think regardless of, of if it had multiplayer or not, like a fighting game doesn't mean that it needs to be a, a multiplayer. Well, by the description of this, it does. It's, it does. It says it's going head to head. I mean, that's you're, just, you're not that's you're not, not going head to head, head, head again. It's not saying head to head against player versus player. That's just going yeah. head to head against a fight. A fight I game. think we're we're fighting. looking at this category as if it is like that brawler type, just because of how many I'm, brawlers are on. Nominated I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at the fighting category as games that feature fighting, fighting, yeah, like kung fu, martial arts, something along those lines. That's what I'm looking at when I look at fighting games. Best fighting game. I think it was. It you was know? definitely a tough one for it to be in this category with all these other games. Um, you know, if they if they would have had like a, a dedicated fighting, you know, category, and then split like maybe a, a brawler or a. Um, you know, like, a, yeah, like a brawler type category, then, you know, these games would have shined more and Sifu might have had a chance. I, would say, I, I don't know. I, I, think it's, I think it's a shame that they don't have a PvP mode in this game in Sifu. I think it it would have been a phenomenal, like, head-to-head, -head, like, style PvP, you know, combat where you're, you know, mastering the technique and really taking Kung Fu into a, a whole other level that we've not really seen um, in a technical fighter. So I, I think it's actually... I think it'd be really game. smart for them to come out with another Sifu, but make it like that, you know? this could have been like a play test and be like wow we could really you know expand on this and make it like a, a pvp type game it, it, it could have been like absolver i don't know if you guys remember that game that came i remember out. absolver uh, yeah the, the absolver, been, absolver the was devs. the one i was thinking yeah is it yeah. really is it the same devs as yep. absolver oh yep. well, then, same devs that's surprising, that they, that's surprising they don't have that um or, or maybe, and maybe they will maybe they'll they'll add it in i mean whatever but um okay so you, you're uh anyway because i don't i don't want to take away from your 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 choice your choice here is sifu right yeah 
cool. So for mine, uh, as much as I actually just touted multiverses in the last one um, uh, for best family game, it's actually not my choice. Uh, DNF uh, Duel is, I've actually, I've watched a lot of DNF Duel. I love Arc System Works. They're um, a really great uh, uh, developer for fighting games. Um, and uh, DNF Duel, like took uh, took the Dungeon Fighters uh, world and made it into this. Um, and, you know, it, to me, it was between actually JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, even though I, I know nothing about JoJo. Um, it is a very competent, like Bill said, very competent fighter game, very underrated. Uh, it, it has a, a really good system behind it um, when you're talking about core fighting mechanics. And But DNF Duel just, I love what they did. They had the different classes, ranger system, archetypes. They all felt cool. They had really great, unique abilities. Um, very flashy. It, it reminded me very much of Guilty Gear's uh, Strive. Um, and then like throwing in the DNF side of it, which, uh, was just phenomenal in my opinion. So DNF duel was my winner, uh, for that. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, best fighting game, uh, the game awards gave it the multiverses, um, uh, Scruffy and Enigma said Sifu and Bill said King. Uh, why do I always forget Bill's? I, I, I'll go with JoJo's. JoJo's? JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. And then I said DNF duel. All right, the next category is going to be best role-playing game. I think this one's going to be fun. This is I'm, I'm excited to talk about this one. So, best role-playing game. Uh, the best game design with rich player character customization and progression, including massively multiplayer experiences, which there's not a single massively multiplayer experience game on here. Um, hey, right. The Game Awards chose Elden Ring as their winner. Um, the rest of the nominees were Live Alive, um, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Triangle Strategy, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Scruffy? Um, I actually... Mine's pretty simple on this one. Uh, I am in total agreement that Elden Ring should have taken this category. I, I feel like this year, uh, you know, Elden Ring is the perfect example of a RPG. Uh, when I think of RPG and, and, like, a big game this year, it goes straight to Elden Ring, so... Um, yeah, I'm I'm satisfied with this one. Uh, none of the other games really speak to me on this list. Um, actually, I, I don't know two of them. Uh, Live Alive and, and Triangle Strategy. I only had just sort of from this uh, nomination list. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, is, it, it looked very okay to me. Um, and, and Xenoblade Chronicles, I just haven't seen enough of. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm in agreement. Elden Ring, uh, I've, I haven't really... I feel like I haven't really had many you know, RPGs to play this. I've been playing a lot of older RPGs, you know, so it, it obviously wouldn't qualify. Uh, no no newer ones really speak to me, although we did bring up Tiny Tina's. I guess that kind of speaks to me, but I, I'd still give it to Elden Ring over that, so. Okay. I'm, I'm good with it. Bill, is there a reason? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to give you the next couple minutes just to, to gush about Elden Ring, so. Nah, El Elden Ring is it. Um, it did the, like what Scruff said, it did the RPG, uh, genre massive justice it's the most customizable souls like that has come out as far as build variety and stuff goes so um yeah uh xenoblade chronicles 3 i think was a close second um is but, it that is that yeah. game that i mean I, I saw it across this is one game that is i've never i've never seen i haven't touched i've heard but never is it that good? I mean, because it was in a lot of these categories. I think it was in Game of the Year, if I'm not mistaken. If you, if you like JRPGs, it's it's extremely good, yeah. Yeah, okay. Xenoblade's up there with, like, the uh, the Tales games. 
as See, far lo- as the RPGs go. I, I love go. Tales, so maybe it's something yeah. you need to try. It, it's, it's more... If you like Tales, you would probably like this. I'll okay. honestly give you uh, that. It, it's it's an, a live-action, like, RPG-style, like, a pretty big <laughs> open world. And for the Switch, it actually runs amazing on that hardware. Is given... it only is it only Switch uh, capable? Or yeah, I, I think it's only Switch. Oh, fuck. All right, well, uh, I own a Switch. That's all right. Okay. Or you uh... can emulate it. <clears throat> Sure, <laughs> I don't. We don't. We don't buy it and dump the ROM. We don't proponent that, or not a proponent of emulation in your games. Nintendo, please don't come after us. Thank you. All right, um, Enigma. Uh, I think I think uh, I think Elden Ring uh, Elden Ring deserved the win here. Um, I do have one that I kind of wish would have been put on there, but I I know why it wasn't. I I don't know if you guys know Mountain Blade Two Banner Lord. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. I think I think personally that should have been on there. It's a huge RPG and it's got like if you want to if you want to get into the nitty gritty of like customization character customization RPG aspects, everything like that Voice strategy and stuff like that. Yeah, it, huge dude, huge. It came out in 2020. No, it came out in 2022. It released in October 2022. I'm looking at March 30th, 2020. Mountain Blade Banner Two Banner Lord. It, it came out early access in 20. But they released this year full access, full release, 2022, October like 22nd, I think. Wow, everything yeah, I've seen it, is 2020. It, <laughs> 2022, I got it here. Okay. Steam. All right, okay, okay, okay. I'm outnumbered. I'm, I'm, anyway. October 25th, 2022. Okay, I said okay. Oh. God, <laughs> I, I see it here. It says October 25th. <laughs> okay, I have three. <laughs> oh my god all right i'm about to, i'm literally about to just pull my screen oh, yeah. I, I don't i believe you i'm just saying i'm looking at this yeah, yeah. Elden, elden ring I, I think deserved it for sure i i think that elden ring deserves it over mountain blade but i do think that mountain blade should have been represented because it, it is a it is a huge rpg it should have been featured but uh you know okay. it is what it is well, it my is pick, what it is. My pick is Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord because for fucking sake, I just got goddamn <laughs> cream about the goddamn release date for it. So, fuck, it should have won. I've never even played that. I didn't even fucking know this game existed. So, uh, no. Um, yeah, Elden Ring. I mean, it's it's uh, it's a clean sweep. So, uh, best role-playing game all the way across the board. Elden Ring, Bill, have your time. It's, it's a great game. You, you called it. Yeah. I'm happy for you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Bill's Bill's uh, over there like, we are the champions. <laughs> I do want to I do want to dedicate though this award to uh my reformed rabbi uh orthodox Bill Clinton. Thanks. All right, cool. <laughs> Had to do it. Had to do it. Had All to right. Do it. Next uh next category is the best action adventure game. Um uh, this is for the best action adventure game combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Um the nominees were A Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Tunic. Um the winner that the game awards shows was God of War Ragnarok. Uh Scruffy. You additions. Uh, my my pick might actually uh surprise you, but I will say first, there are a lot of good runner up uh runner ups on this list. Um heard a lot of great things about the new A Plague Tale Requiem. Um I've heard great things about Tunic. I am a fan of the Cat Simulator, um, but I, I don't think it should have won here. But um, because it, it doesn't really scream 
action. I mean, this is action adventure, the, but the, the combat in that game is so light. Yeah, so shouldn't have fucking won any of them. Uh, so and then I'm I'm not a big Horizon person, but I know they're good games. Uh, and then of course God of War. I, these are all solid picks, I think. Um, my personal pick would be actually Grounded. That officially came out this year, and as a blast of a time, uh, lots of fun action and adventure. It's got a lot to explore in that game. It is a difficult game. It's the the action in that game is actually very terrifying. Um, if you know anything about being in grounded, you're you're essentially a little squirt like Honey I Shrunk the Kids fighting giant insects, and it, it is. Terrifying. I've never, I've never um, been afraid of a beetle as much, or a fucking ladybug as much as I have. A ladybug. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I think Grounded really deserved uh, some, some, you know, light here. Uh, again, though, I, I think to nobody's surprise, God of War takes it just because it's got to work. But my pick would be Grounded. Okay, Bill. Yeah, God of War was a very dope experience, and. I've thoroughly enjoyed the entire playthrough of it. My only issue with it being in this category is that that game openly solves the puzzles for you if you're not faster than 15 seconds on solving the puzzle. Um, but no, God of War makes a lot of sense. Um, I, I don't think Stray should be on this list because it literally has the most simplistic fighting system ever. You just shine a light on some bugs and they pop. I would have rather seen Ghostwire Tokyo on this list. I think it's criminally underrated as a game. So, Have you played it? No, but I've watched people play it, and it yeah. is something that I plan on picking up whenever it goes on sale next time, just because it's uh, it's really interesting, man. There's some unique puzzles and yeah. stuff to it. So, Criminally underrated. Um, I also think Bayonetta 3 could have probably been on this list and done pretty well. But, yeah, but it, it released too too late. It'll be yeah. on next year, guaranteed. Yeah, but yeah, I don't. Stray's a weird one for this list. Adventure, yeah. yes. Action adventure. Eh. Um. So your yeah. choice is. I, I think I think God of War is the proper choice for this. I think they did the action adventure. Like this is the action adventure game. Cool. All right. With a honorable mention for Ghostwire Tokyo, um, yep. uh, Nigma, what you got for us, bud? I, I'm in I'm in agreement with Bill. Where like I think Ghostwire Tokyo should have been at least featured on here. Granted, it didn't have a great like introduction into the world, right? Like it, it was it was pretty buggy. People were not too happy with the uh, the actual gameplay and everything like that. But I think I think like when it comes down to action adventure. That screams more action adventure that to me than Stray does. Um, I also think that like if you want to if you want to look at it like action adventure, I, I think that uh, Elden Ring should have been on here as well. Um, granted, you, you can you can say uh, it's not it's not an action adventure. I think it was an action adventure. Fair enough. I, I could see. Oh, yeah, I think that's fair. I th I think it's honestly, it should have been on here. I I think Plague Tale should have won over God of War. Personally, because again, like is you a said, close second. It's a yeah. close second. Yeah, it's like, like, like again, like you said, like God, God of War. When it comes down to it, like I keep going back to the whole nothing really changed. Like I don't really feel like God of War did anything new. 
And in fact, like you said, with the actual like puzzles and shit, like they pretty much solved everything for you, which completely took out that entire aspect of the game for people to enjoy it, which was not a great, not a great aspect. But I think I think I would have voted for Elden Ring for this one personally. Okay. With uh, with a Plague Tale as second in God of War third. All right. Um. So mine. Um. I, I have a question because it's going to dictate as to whether or not mine changes. Um, so are we allowing games that came out, uh, before like last year on a certain platform and then released on a new plot on the, on like, so I'm speaking specifically for Spider-Man, like Spider-Man came out, uh, and I'm talking about the Miles Morales version came out on no. uh, PlayStation. No. And I, I don't, then, I don't think so. Yeah. Okay. So no. if, we're, if we're, if we're not allowing that, <laughs> then, um, I actually downloaded and played a game, uh, because of the game awards it's been on my list on something that i've wanted to, to try um and neon white that game is fucking phenomenal it is a 100 percent an action adventure game in my mind because it is all about like traversing the world with a card space system it's combat it's puzzle solving it's run based uh it is a fucking just amazing game that came out of complete nowhere like i saw it it was on my wish list i, I was like nah. And then I just I decided to jump in and get it because I we saw it I saw it on last night during the game awards tried it and holy shit that game is fucking amazing I, like it really is I don't consider it action adventure though like I agree with you that it is an amazing game but whenever I think of like adventure I think more exploratory free roam kind whereas of. that's more of a like trials based I don't know. like I like I, a, I think it's I, I think it's an action adventure like you, okay. you're, you're still you're still exploring you're still doing puzzles everything like that like it's it doesn't mean that it has to be an open world for to me personally. I understand where you're coming from, but that doesn't. Yeah, have to be and I'm not world. even meaning like open world in general, yeah. but I'm I'm just thinking like it's like each each level is basically a race. Uh, it is. It seems I like mean, it, it's it's so it's a well it's a time trial game, but they wrap a, a story in it, which is really good. Um, they again the whole game like if I'm going based off what I'm seeing here, right? Like the the, the wait 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 wait. You like the stop the story of that game, but you yeah, you so won't far. you won't oh watch God. an anime. What? <laughs> so far, the oh, story man. has been really good. I've been enjoying it. Don't don't hate on me. Wow, um, dude. And so, I, like, it, it is a puzzle solving game. Um, and I like I knew that this was gonna wait wait wait, was... wait 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 before before we move on. Is the story required? No, you don't. I mean, you don't have to fucking pay attention. I mean, yes, <laughs> it's it's forced upon you, but like. It's, you know, at least it's more interesting than a goddamn gate dating sim, like, there in my Marvel game. Uh, there's so much cringe in that. Oh, my God. I'm not saying there's not. <laughs> I'm just saying it's okay. It's that's enjoyable experience. It's an it's an adventure. It's an action game uh, in my mind because, again, the whole game is about, you know, combining, you know, specific. Com like, it did something that not that. You when you look at it from its core and outside, you're like, there's like I don't understand how this works. Like combining the card system with a you know time trial run with combat with like how you fight and so, it, it just it does it very well. And so for me, it's also a dating sim. Neon white, it's light on the dating sim. So it's not I I, I, th I think we me. found something out about Sin oh recently, God. and that's that he likes playing dating sims. I think that's uh, yeah, that's it. With, yeah, with that's stories. his guilty pleasure. Just, just yeah. Clear if you never yeah. heard of this game it's basically an anime based game with some hella cringy dialogue like one oh, of the chicks absolutely. in this game is complimenting the main character and she's like yes 
You're the good kind. The kind that will catch a girl spit in his mouth. Oh, wow. Is yeah. This is, the, this this game. is the game? Wait, I think... is this the same game that you have to press, like, a button to hold hands? Or is no. that a different game? That is oh. a different game. Sin's gonna play I, that I, one too, I, I, I genuinely think that we have found something out about Sin. He likes dating sims, and he's kind of a furry. It's no, I am not. You should go play Neon White. It's a fucking good game. I don't know. The, the Sonic OCs are are saying something different. I, yeah, man. I think he's kind of a furry, man. Yeah. You know, this is the, you. You guys wonder, like, literally, chat. The world wonders why I am the way I am. Why I am so angry, twenty four fucking seven. It's because everybody in my life just pokes and pokes and pokes. God damn it, man. For fuck's sake, oh, it's a good God. game. So best no, action. I, I, I agree. I, I agree with you. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Best action adventure game. Uh, and by the way, out of all these, it's the one of the cheapest that you can buy. So I'm just saying. Uh, best action adventure game. Uh, the Game Awards chose uh, God of War Ragnarok. Um, Scruffy chose God. Grounded. Grounded. That's right. My, you see what happens. I had everything lined. I was like, cool. I know everybody's categories. You guys got me all pissed off. Now I can't fucking... He got, he got all flustered talking God about the furries. Damn it. Shit, <laughs> um, I'm exposed. <laughs> so, uh, Bills was God of War Ragnarok with a honorable mention for Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, Enigmas was Elden Ring with an uh, Plague's Tale Requiem and then... God of War Ragnarok, correct? And you also are saying that Ghostwire Tokyo should have been on here, correct? Ghostwire Tokyo should have been on here. I think God of War came in third. Plague Tale came in second. I think I what's it called? I, I Elden Ring. Elden Ring should have won, and honorable mention to Bannerlord Two. So, Bannerlord Two is not an action adventure game. You, you oh, never brought up oh that, that was that was the last one. I'm sorry. That was role playing. Yeah, it was my bad. My bad. My bad. I was flustered that you're a furry. I'm sorry. Oh my. <laughs> God, and my choice was. I I, I, I found something out about sin. This is why you guys watch this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This right here. And I do want to say, uh, real quick. So one of the things we did ask early on the chat, uh, early on in the podcast, was for chat to be able to give their feedback and their their picks. And gaming medic eighty six in chat. I apologize. I saw it. I was gonna say it, and then these guys pissed me off about something. I'm sure, and that's why I forgot. (laughs) But uh, the role playing or not role playing the strategy game. Uh, for best sim strategy, uh, chat said Two Point Campus. I've never played Two Point Campus, by the way. I've never even Good seen things. Two Point Campus. Uh, so um, awesome that you you chose that over uh, a lot. Um, and then uh, chat also, uh, Mike Stevens said Tunic um, for this game. I've watched a lot of Tunic. Tunic is really good. Because Honestly, t- Tunic deserved to be in that category. Because I don't know I if it was game of the year. Furry, I don't give I don't know shit. if it was necessarily the, the way the way to go, but yeah, for sure. The top five. It was, it's, it's, it's a good yeah. game. Glad I got nominated. All right, so next category is best action game. Oh, hey, look, God fucking damn it. I'm going to get railed again about this. All right, best action game. For the best game in the action genre, focus primarily on combat. Uh, the Game Awards shows been at a three. Um, the nom- other nominees were Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Uh, Scruffy, any additions and or changes to... Uh- Category. Yeah, so um, with their nominees and everything, I the only one I am in disagreement for is Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> it just it just doesn't scream Game of the Year, uh, but it's it's okay. I think the story um, was great, uh, man. That, that's the story. Yeah, you know, the story was game. good. Like, I, I will give it. The story was good. Um, again, I I think Sifu got a little robbed here. Um, if it didn't win 
the fighting category. I think it should have at least took action game. Um, but it game is action. Definition of. Look it up. Sifu. Um, Bayonetta taking it. Uh, I'm not a big Bayonetta fan. Um, I mean, not to say I'm not a fan. I just, I, I haven't really explored the universe of Bayonetta. But I've heard, you know, good things about it. And who like knows how like... much we've talked about it on this podcast. Um, Do you like Devil so, May Cry? Devil May Cry, I uh, never played. But okay. again, it, it, it's, it's not, it's I don't a, know. It's a female version of Devil May Cry, but done, and it's done done well. I, I I think it's actually done better than Devil May Cry, personally. But. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, my personal pick, actually, um, and this might be a little shocking too, is Evil West. I have not had the chance to play it yet. I know it's had kind of a rocky start, but um, I've been watching some gameplay of it, um, trying not to spoil myself too much, but it actually looks fun. And and just from the standpoint of its its action, like gameplay and and feel and mechanics, like the action looks fun in that game. I think that's probably its its biggest like you know um, standing point is is the action. Uh, so I think once I really get my hands on that, it'll, it'll really be a good time. Um, but I've heard, you know, it's got some flack for some of the other, uh, aspects of the game. So I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I think that would have taken it for me. Um, and then Sifu would have been second for sure. I don't think Evil West has really gotten flack for like any of the aspects of the game. The only flack that it's really gotten is that it's just, it's a competent action game. Like it's, it's just, it's, it's competent. It's good. Like the, the, the fighting mechanics are good. They're, they're okay. The, the think, story is good. It's okay. That's the problem. I yeah, think. I, I heard I mostly it, the story. What it did, it, it just, it didn't do anything new and, ex, and exploratory yeah. or explosive. It was just like, it's a game. It came out. Is that, and that's it. It, it, it was on my radar for a long time. I actually wanted yeah. to play it. And then when I watched it, I was just like, yeah, I kind of agree. Like the, the best part about it is the story. Like the, the uh, not not just the story, but the, uh, the cutscenes and everything yeah. like that. But like the, the action. And actually, the, when the I watched the action, the action like that, pretty good it's though. good it's good but it's not but doing it's, anything yeah you know I, I mean out of these categories i i personally again i'd give it to sifu but um you know my personal pick uh probably would be evil west um yeah i think once you know get once i get my hands on it like it, it goes on sale or something i'll definitely pick it up and, and sure. give it a good try well that's the thing i think i think the price point for evil west hurt it more than anything i think it's yeah. too expensive personally so yeah. uh so your yours is Evil West, right? That's your Evil West. Uh, Sifu definitely should have took this one now for me. So Sifu for you, Evil West honorable mention. All right, cool. Bill, what you got for us? Um, I'm gonna hop on the Sifu train with. I think it deserved it. I don't. Why is Call of Duty on this category? Why? <laughs> I mean, it, it is an action game, but uh, I don't know. It, 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 whatever well. I think it's, it's action, I don't think shooter. I, yeah, maybe I'm true, weird but... in that regard, but I mean, at least not true. like that style shooter. Um, Sifu's good. Neon White's good. Um, for me personally, I really enjoyed Solstice this year. It kind of embodies everything action game for me. Um, so that would probably be my honorable mention. But uh, didn't you say that yeah, that, that I, game, Solstice could have been your what, what, like? I think one of your videos didn't you say about it being game of the year for you? I was highly looking forward to it um, just because I felt like the demo did itself extremely well. And while the main game itself is also extremely good, um, I might have been overhyping myself on that. I, I'm, I, I'm not saying I didn't say that, but 
no, no, um, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to pull a rug. I was just, I was wondering where it fell because you brought it up and I forgot that, you know, Soul Oh, it's, it's like I said, I, for me personally, I would have put it in this category over Call of Duty. But Sifu would have been the one that won. I think Sifu's the better game out of this genre. And I, Neon White, I also think is a tight runner as well. Okay. I feel bad for just like shying away from Ninja Turtles because I think it did what it was doing well, which is bringing back that old school like uh, arcadey feel. But it, it didn't do anything revolutionary for the action game genre. It is a game that you guys where I where I feel like Neon White and Sifu did. Yep, understand. Okay, uh, Enigma. I I too don't understand why Call of Duty is on this list. Um, don't don't get it. Whatever it's it's what it is what it is. You, you all know I'm not a big Call of Duty fan. Um, I think Sifu. I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that bandwagon and say I think Sifu deserved this over Bayonetta. I see why they chose Bayonetta. Obviously, Bayonetta is that it's it's an action game. It's like when you think about action games, it's one of the top ones that comes up. I think some of the controversies that we've seen from Bayonetta should have probably they might not have wanted to be on there because I think if if I remember correctly, when we were watching it, one of the biggest things that we were saying was like, "Huh, I wonder if they gave an award to the fucking voice actress that they." I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think I think one of them that I think should have. Honestly, and it didn't get too good of a uh, a, a welcome to the uh, the game stage. I think Dying Light Two should have should have been in here. Honestly, did that come out this like, year? Like it didn't do. And that was this year. This yeah, year. I, I looked at that. Yeah, I, I think Dying Light Two should have came out. I I think it, it would have been a better placement for than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Not saying Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was bad. Not saying that they don't deserve to be on there. Just I don't I don't think that they were. I think with Dying Light Two is like <laughs> I I've heard it's. Good. I just heard it, it didn't really live up to expectations. Um, probably very similar backwards. to. I, yeah. I, to, I, I think I think that a lot of people had a, a very high expectations, and then I I think that a lot of people were expecting yeah. like guns and shit, which Dying Light Two was not about guns. It was about melee weapons. I, I think it's a very similar case with Evil West, like just too yeah. overhyped. You know. Yeah. I, it's again. It's it's like I said. I I think that it should have probably been on there, but I see why they put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on there. But yes, yeah, Sifu all the way for me on, on action game, personally. But. All right. Neon White, baby! That's the one that should get chosen and picked. Fucking furry. It's a good game. It's a good game. Uh, but no, I understand Sifu. Uh, Sifu close second. Uh, very, very, very close, close, close third would be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, and, uh, you know, Modern Warfare 2, honestly, probably should have taken the title too, but I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. Modern Warfare shouldn't be on here. It's a shooter game, not an action game. Um, yeah, Neon White. So, uh, all the way across the board, we have got the best action game from the Game Awards goes to Ben at a three. Uh, these three numbskulls decided to choose Sifu, and this furry loving motherfucker decided to choose Neon White. So, he admitted it. What's, what's what's your fursona, Sin? Are, are you like Get a wolf? Fuck are, you, are you a, are you a fox? No, no he, he he's a bear. Well, and then we poke. Bear. Are, are you a bear? Are you a big old bear? Yes, I'm a bear. Big old burly bear. Gets, gets poked. Yes. Oh, he, he's actually a cub. Yeah. So, um, and Evil West did make its honorable mention by multiple people on here. So uh, there you go. All right. Moving on to best VR and AR category. Uh, this is the best experience playable in virtual or augmented reality, irrespective of platform. Um, 
most of us here or some of us here on here have uh vr headsets um bill i know scruff doesn't build i do not you do not right Don't. um uh, so, uh, the nominees were After the Fall, Among Us VR, Bone Lab, uh, Moss Book 2, and Red Matter 2. Um, and the winner for the Game Awards chose Moss Book 2. Um, Enigma, uh, okay, well, okay, uh, uh, do you guys, do, do you I, or Bill have I any, got, okay, you got something? Okay. I got input, yeah. All right, cool, Scruff, um, so, I, I think Bone Lab should have taken it. 100%. I think Stress Level Zero put out amazing games. Uh, the first game I 100% will be getting when I get a VR uh, is going to be Boneworks. And uh, seeing Bone Lab is just uh, even step higher from Boneworks. Um, I think they they just break ground when it comes to, uh, you know, their um, physics and their, you know, um, just everything they do in, in those games. They really just test the limits of what VR can do. Um, so I, I think without a doubt, Bone Lab should have took this. I, I don't know much about Moss, though, uh, so I can't really say too much on that. I I, I don't know many other VR games um, other than Stress Level Zero products, just because I, I've always followed them from way, way back. Um, but I can guarantee you that they're, like, top tier. So I, I would have 100% say Bone Lab should have taken this. Cool. Uh, so, you know, Moss, uh, essentially Moss is... if a game that you play where you are guiding a mouse through uh, kind of a, a land and, and trials and tribulations. I mean, imagine if you were like an overseer of a mouse in a maze and you're trying to get him from point A to point B and, and there's things. It's, it's a cool... It's like Mousetrap. Cool, except you're trying to kill the mouse in Mousetrap and this one you're not. So. Oh, I remember that differently. <laughs> I thought I was trying to save it. Um, uh, Bill, any thoughts? I don't. Nope. Okay. I, I I I just I don't have VR. I the only VR games I've played are Beat Saber and Resident Evil Four, and neither of those came out this year. So. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, Enigma, thoughts here. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna go. I think Bone Labs, out of all of this, or out, out of all these selections, Bone Labs should have probably won it just for their innovative pushing forward the actual like way that we play vr and such but i think an honorable mention is definitely among us vr i think that among us vr i haven't played it yet i've seen some people playing it it encompasses the entirety of all the shit that you play in among us the regular one it's just you're in vr now so it's one of those things where it's like it, it just adds kind of like that that second layer or that fourth layer or that third layer whatever you want to call it of difficulty on top of you know trying to do all your shit while also keeping an eye out over your back and shit like that. Net, haven't really looked a lot into Moss. Um, I did hear it was really good, so I can I can understand why it was the winner. I, I have heard that it was a really good story. I never really heard of Red Matter two. Um, after the fall, I've heard was good, but it's it's kind of janky. So, I uh, yeah, I, I think my my personal win would have been on Bone Labs with a Among Us as a second for sure. All right. Um, so. Uh, after the fall, um, I think the reason it didn't win is because it is very buggy. Um, VR games in its own right are, shit, man. are buggy. Um, uh, yeah, are buggy in general. Um, give me a second. Sorry, guys. <laughs> We've got bots. Um, there we go. 
so anyway, um, they, uh, you know, I had after, one too. After the fall, um, it is a very good game. I think it's probably one of the most comparable survival shooter VR games that are out there. I just think that um, it's still in a buggy space more than what VR games normally are. So I actually think that would have won the category had it come out a little bit more polished um, <clears throat> because Moss was extremely well polished. Um, Red Matter 2 is just an extension of Red Matter 1. I uh, have heard of it. it. It didn't do anything spectacular, crazy over the top. So I don't, you know, I, I think this is a category. It's like, there's not a lot. I think I hope to see as PlayStation 5 VR comes out and we continue to get more and more kind of VR headsets uh, to be more affordable. Um, this is a category that we see more and more games come into. Um, I'm actually going to go against Bone, Bone Lab because I don't, sorry, because I don't think that, uh, I mean, I think that they did, comparable things and stress level zero 100 does a lot of great games um and bone and bone works was amazing bone lab to me they just kind of reiterated a little bit more on that right like they, they added some weights you know mecha uh, mechanics to it they added a little bit different like you know your body mass stuff and i've watched quite a bit of videos on bone labs um but it didn't to me it didn't necessarily do anything to uh crazy over the top in my opinion that's just me among us vr i actually think that this game should have completely just launched like this i don't think among us actually i think this is the way to play among us i think it's phenomenal um it really changes the gameplay completely um and uh it is a blast it's actually a game that uh my kids and i do play uh quite a bit so um i think among us vr should have taken this category personally so uh yeah all right so I'm a sauce, bro. Here, well fucking hit the button <laughs> boot before, me out then before we move on just one second let me yeah we're good Okay. Uh, Solid. No, it's yeah. so just so anybody knows, if you guys are seeing the little no connection thing, it's because I got to move my mouse. That's why <laughs> I, I've, I've got to make sure I keep my mouse moving. Um, but uh, yeah, all right. So game categories, game awards shows, Moss Book Two. Uh, Scruffy said Bone Lab. Um, Bill withheld. Uh, Enigma said. Uh, Bone Lab with honorable mentions for Moss Book 2 as well as Among Us VR, and I chose Among Us VR. So, uh, Next category is Innovation and Accessibility. So this is recognizing software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by even a wider audience. Um, so the nominees here are As Dust Falls, God of War Ragnarok, Return to Monkey Island, The Last of Us Part 1, and The Quarry. I have, I have several questions with a lot of these games. The one that won was God of War Ragnarok. Bill, but I, normally, Scruff, I would go to you and start, but Bill's played God of War Ragnarok, and I have a question. What did it do that made it accessible to a wider audience? Because I don't know. Uh, it has a ton of accessibility settings. It's got colorblindness settings. It's got settings for people that reaction timing is low, where it'll actually slow-mo the game down for you during combat segments whenever an attack is coming your way so that you have more time to react to it. Okay. Um, it's got high like uh, high contrast modes where if you have trouble visually seeing the enemies, it will basically like color them in a way that they stand extremely out from the background. Um, it's got audio cues uh, for every attack that comes your way for the puzzles. <laughs> um, it has it on by default that you... Get the puzzles basically answered for you if you take too long i feel like that should have been a optional one instead of it being default with no way to turn it off um <coughs> it, it, it definitely goes out of its way and as and the difficulty modifiers as well 
Um, cool. It goes out of its way to make it so that as many people can play it as possible, and it, it genuinely does a good job of it. Can I just say something before before we get into this as well? Like, uh, for next year, Jeff, if you're listening to this, because I know you 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 listen to our podcast yeah. for your ideas sure. for next sure right year's. Now. I, I know you're here, Jeff. Don't don't fucking you know don't hide, bro. If if you're listening, please put the description of what the fuck the game does. Yeah. Inside the accessibility stuff, because like I have no clue. Like when when I when I was looking at this, I was like, "What do any of these do?" Like it, it took it took Bill actually explaining what the fuck God of War does for accessibility for me to actually know what the fuck God of War does for accessibility. I have no clue. I don't know what Dusk Falls does. I don't know well, what Return of Monkey Island does. I I have no fucking clue. I, I that's see, that's my I, only. I, I that's can't speak to the other ones. So. That that is that is literally my only thing that is pissed, and it's been every year that this is the innovation for yeah. accessibility. Like every year, all of us when we were watching it, we we're like, "What the fuck does that do?" Like the, the only like thing, a, the, the only one that I have known, the only one that I have known was uh, was was grounded with their with their arachnophobia bullshit, right? Yeah. Like that's the only one that we've I, I've been like definitively like, yes, that's what they did. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess it it would help, like, for the voting aspect, but as just, like, watching the Game Awards, if you're not really voting on it, like, you don't know, but I don't know. It, it would help for a little footnote, you know, of, like, you know, this game, you know, broke ground in this aspect and did this, you know. I mean, but to, to it, it doesn't even have to be that long. It can no, just it be, doesn't. like, a quick, like, description of, like, hey, it, it, it helps blind To be people. fair, though, um, I, I did look at uh, God of War Ragnarok and... and I watched like an entire video. They did a lot. They they did do a lot, dude. Yep. Like they in every aspect, any anything you could pretty much think of, uh, for any any sort of disability, like they were on top of it. So yeah, no, I I, well, I guess I'm just gonna say I I, I think out of war definitely deserved this one. So that's my vote. I know I kind of just skipped I, my turn. No, 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 that's fine. I mean, I, you were next. I I just I yeah. yeah. Um. So I can tell you what why as dust falls in the quarry are on here because I think they're on here for the same reasons is that they gave. A way for people to play the game uh without having to uh be in front of a computer or an xbox or whatever else like you play from your phone you could play from uh, uh a, a wireless device a tablet you could not play the game and the game will play for you and you just experience it um that's why it's on there do i think that's a good enough reason to be in this category no um not necessarily um so i think that i that's because I played As Dust Falls. I loved As Dust Falls, but I didn't see any other accessibility other than the fact it was like, hey, you can sit back and let the game do your own thing. Um, I mean, it was cool as a viewer uh, or as a as a content creator to sit back and let chat play the game, and I viewed it right. So it was kind of like I was a viewer, a voyeur of what you guys were playing. That was interesting and cool. Okay. Oh, okay. So I have a list of what every one of these. Why'd you, la- why'd, why'd you laugh, by the way, Bill? <laughs> voyeur is not the right word. Can't use voyeur. <laughs> so I, I have I have a list of what everyone. I don't I don't know if we want to go over them. Some of them are a little lengthy, but I mean, sure, go ahead. Can I mean, give I, us I, spark I, notes yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll give the spark notes. So, uh, darkness or uh, a dusk falls uh, features included various settings for on-screen UI as well as adaptation for the gameplay, such as the ability to disable and extend certain timers. Uh, particular notes on games, text to speech, and speech to text settings. Uh, there was a screen reader. There was like a, a chat to text screen reader. Uh, it also allowed for speech to text functionality that transcribed audio chats between players. So that's interesting. Uh, God of War. We already we already covered that. It, it just like you said, it was it was for a lot of like the prioritization of visual, visual vision accessibility and hearing accessibility, all that shit. <clears throat> Not shit. All all of that. <laughs> 
All of those. Oh, that I'm crap. sorry. <laughs> uh, the Return to Monkey Island was for rendering quality while the interface category included options that change to change the size and appearance of the text. Uh, the language category provided players with subtitles and dialogue options in additional languages. Uh, interesting and innovative options like previously on and writer's cut to the, the latter of which had hundreds of extra dialogue lines to the game. So I don't really see that as, as being that big of a, a deal on that one. I guess it just added more dialogue to the, uh, to the, uh, the, the, the what's called the CCs down at the bottom. They needed a fifth one. Uh, a fifth yeah. Last of Us Part 1 game allowed for various alternative control options, including controller remapping, which I don't see as accessibility, but okay. Well, it, should it, is, but it, thing. it should be a standard thing. But it should just be a standard thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, included controller remapping, input changes for hold and press, and assistance for aiming, lock-ons, and more. It also well, allowed for magnification of visual aids, uh, and, adjusting for motion sickness and navigation and traversal assistance for vision impaired players and combat accessibility, text to speech and more. And then finally, the quarry was the longest one, I think. Uh, since he turns accessibility, that being said, the category is great. What? No. It allowed players to change the setting related to time, the timed events and choices. These which included having no limit, making the quick time events always accessible and succeed, and extending interrupt times. Uh, players could also choose to redo character death, toggle, aim assist options, and more. So. Uh, by last of, us, last of Us category, Modern Warfare 2 should be in here for accessibility, because it did the same shit. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. Um, okay, well, I think we're all in agreement, God of War, right, Ragnarok? Like... I, I was pretty impressed with the amount of options that it had. All right. Well, there you go. Sure. Clean, sweet. Forgot sure. about Ragnarok. Out of war. Um, on here. I think this is a cool category. I will say, I, I think it is a cool category. Um, that I, I, I like to see them push the limits. Um, I, 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 I like, I like to see it when it's actually like pushing. Like, I, I don't like to see it when they're when they're saying that accessibility controller remapping we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're being accessible because we're allowing you to control or remap it's last of us it has to get on here what are you talking about it's got to be in every fucking game show ever game award it's, it's gonna be there next year the, the rest of the, the rest of that like magnification i stuff for like uh visually impaired people or colorblind people like bill everything like that so it's it, it, i think that anything that helps people play video games is going to be a good thing like my bill <laughs> Jeez. Oh, geez. <laughs> was, that, was that a secret? <laughs> it just sounded like a I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we've said that Bill's colorblind like three no, or four I different know. times. It was the way he's like, Bill. Like, <laughs> Bill, you, you, you know I love you, bro. You and now. your colorblind <laughs> fucked up eyes, bro. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> the, the, next, the next category is uh, best community support. So recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity. And game update patches. I'm pretty sure this is going to be a clean sweep, but oh, maybe not. Um, the nominees were Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. The winner for the game awards was Final Fantasy 14. Scruffy, any changes or uh, additions? Uh, no, I don't, out of all these picks, I, I think they're fair uh, nominations. Um, I hate to say it, but yeah, I guess Fortnite too. Um, now they keep in their game and they know their target audience um but in in my eyes no i think final fantasy uh 14 definitely deserves this so 
that is just that that's that i think yeah ff gets it all right bill yeah no same as long as yoshi is on the case final fantasy 14 is going to thrive on support and the community is just one of the best mmo communities out there valid they, they survived the uh the wow uh import of players and still came out as one of the most wholesome mmo communities so forgot about that okay enigma i will say fortnite does a really good job with its updates even though the community is meh. like i said they know their audience like yeah they got it down uh first off um my nephew's listening i'm sorry fuck fortnite uh, <laughs> get that shit out of here i love you kid but no damn uh second off your dad shouldn't be letting you listen to this because we swear like sailors so I, I love you bud but you should not be listening to this but i love you <laughs> i found out that my my brother lets my my nephew my nine-year-old nephew listen to our podcast oh god not uh, great corrupting <laughs> the youth I, I'm okay with it. He's he's, he's okay. He, he he knows that you know. I mean, we did it once with Scruffy. Look where he's at. Yeah. You know, I'm just I mean, look where he's at. Yeah. Look where he got. I, I I do agree with this. Final Fantasy 14. Obviously, I I can't say much more about it. Like it's it's it's. I think it's won this game or this award the last like. Yeah, this, this, this is the fucking yeah. Final Fantasy yeah. category. What are you talking about? So fi- Final Fantasy 14. Obviously, really great with uh with our community support. Uh, really, really, really good with like asking the community what they want like being as close as they can with the community and on top of that i, I will say that like in a, in a, in uh, an age with like mmos and games where the actual developers don't necessarily usually play the game like world of warcraft the developers more often than not do not play that game yoshi p plays the fucking game like he raids end game raids that's that's awesome <laughs> so that's one that's one thing that i will give final fantasy 14 is like they they will 100 percent be the winner of this in my eyes for as long as they continue to support it i will say no man's sky is huge right now dude. like say, we, like, we went no back man's to no sky? man's sky Getting we went back to no man's sky the uh when they brought out the uh the, the last update i can't remember what it was called but it was like for i uh, yeah like pirating and all, all that yeah. shit and like they continue to surprise me and impress me with every one of their updates. I think they just released another update yeah, they that did, did something they else. They did, and they've got five more in line. <laughs> it's crazy, man. So like, if it's if it's a choice between if Final Fantasy wasn't on there, I would one hundred percent pick No Man's Sky over all of those. All right, I'm if, gonna be the- if Final Fantasy wasn't on there. I'm I'm gonna be the odd man out here. I'm gonna say No Man's Sky. I love Final Fantasy 14. Don't get me wrong, but No Man's Sky just is. I think you're the odd man out because again, like as I'm a, saying, I'm just, saying choosing we, it. Like everybody else has chosen. You would have been the odd man out if you would have said Apex or Destiny. Yeah, you you, you would have been the odd night out, or odd man or, out or if Fortnite. You Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Apex and Destiny. The other three categories. I, I think Apex is the last choice. No, no, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I, I still Destiny think I still choice. I still think Apex. No, because I think uh, Destiny. I think Destiny Apex, really does cater. To their yeah. audience they cater to their, their audience they don't stuff. they're yeah they do their, for, their audience is constantly pissed off because their audience is constantly up. pissing off, saying, pissing what, and moaning because they don't do what they want them to do there's right but what i'm saying is that it's a they're catering to the the audience of giving them content and trying to let me finish this so apex legends they came out they're, they're just they're, they're making their they're continuing to keep their game relevant like they're, they're coming out new skin they're doing the br stuff they're just standard yeah. cool whatever so I, I don't think that's just community sport i think it's just keeping your game alive destiny and fortnite are scrambling at everything they possibly can to keep their their player base intact fortnite 
you know, uh, maybe not as much as Destiny because Destiny is is slowly but surely just dying off, you know, by a thousand cuts. Uh, Fortnite is, you know, was losing people to the BRs of, you know, all these other ones. And they have now that it's actually their numbers have gone uh, pretty high up because they have now transformed into this metaverse, right? Like they are the place that you go to fucking play, you know, if you want the Hulk versus Venom versus Ariana Grande, like, you know, it's just weird nebula. So anyway, I, I, I'm just saying No Man's Sky because everybody else has picked Final Fantasy 14. I think No Man's Sky is just a, it's insane. he's just trying to be different. No, I'm he's trying really to do the God I, I do. I, I enjoy I enjoy No Man's. I think I think it's incredibly insane how much they continue to pump into that game. This is a game. Oh, that, I, I, that, I, it is impressive. Yeah, that thoroughly should have been dead. Like this game should have been dead yeah. and gone, and they should be working. Like, what they are working on something since, else. But, since next, they they brought that game back and they continue. I, 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 again, like I said, if Final Fantasy 14 was not in that category. No Man's Sky would have been my choice 100% of the time. Yeah. So. All right. So there you go. So GTA, uh, GTA, the Game Awards uh, shows. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm Wishful tired. thinking. I got to pee. Uh, the Game Awards, <laughs> I've got to pee really badly. And we got thir- no, 11 more topics to go through. So uh, the Game Awards chose Final Fantasy 14 as the winner. Um, so did a majority of the crew here with Scruffy, Bill, and uh, Enigma. Um, and No Man's Sky was my choice, and uh, No Man's Sky had some honorable mentions as well, as well as Fortnite, surprisingly enough, from you know the Gen Zer over here in the corner. Um, so yeah, way to go, Scruffy. All right, the next category is best mobile game. Um, I'm actually excited to talk about this one. Um, so best mobile game for the best best uh, game playable on a mobile device. Uh, Apex Legends, <laughs> the category. You don't know. say. Fuck. <laughs> Uh, the categories from the Game Awards were Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Immortal, fucking Christ, Genshin Impact, Marvel, phones, right? Marvel Snap, and Tower <laughs> Fantasy. Uh, the Game Awards winner um, was Marvel Snap. Uh, Scruffy, uh, we'll let you go first. Uh, um, I'm not much of a mobile gamer. I uh, I've dabbled in a few of these games that are mobile but also on pc such as genshin and uh you know apex and a little bit of tower fantasy um i i and i I, i've watched you play marvel snap so i I know it it, it is a good game it looks fun um i might have a game that i don't know you guys can tell me if this is if this is okay you cannot put roblox on this list if you say Wordle, I'm gonna slap the shit out. <laughs> no, but that that is a great, <laughs> that is a good uh, mention because uh, yeah, Wordle Wordle is fun. I, I play it every day. Um, but no, uh, actually, it's a game that's technically not out yet on mobile, but it is essentially a mobile game. Uh, it's just not. It's only out on PC right now. That would be Omega Strikers. Me and Sin played it. Um, they are looking to do a mobile release. I don't know oh, if it's coming a- this year. It's the, the brawler, one, right? air hockey, soccer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it is going to have a mobile release. Um, it's not release, though, is it? it is, is that, well, is that it still is, in early access? It's early access. It, well, I thought it was for release on, on... It's an ongoing game. It's just it's not released on mobile yet. Gotcha. Um, so if if you don't accept that, that's okay. I have an alternative. That's fine. But, I, I yeah, what's, what's, what's the alternative? Because I don't think... Uh, the alternative is Vampire Survivors, which just came out today. Did so it came out on mobile. It came out, mobile? Uh, it came out on mobile. Yeah. I'm, that, mother, so. that motherfucker's about to make a shit ton of money again. Yeah, yeah he is. One hundred percent. Millions. It might be free to play on mobile. I don't know. That'd um, be crazy. Good for him. But uh, yeah. So 
It looks like it's free to play. So we'll yeah, I'm gonna have to go and get that on my phone then. Uh, that, those would be my choices, but uh, I don't, out of this, I uh, you know what? I'm, I'm happy for Marvel Snap because I I know how much uh, Sin Sin loves that game, so I think it's uh, it's kind of just refreshing to see you know that take it, um, especially over how popular. I, I'm very shocked it, it won over Genshin. So let's just say that like I am very shocked. But uh, yeah, no big congrats to uh, Marvel Snap. My my pick. Um, are you guys allowing Omega Strikers? Am I okay? I'm or, saying or no should... to Omega Strikers because it's not a mobile game yet. Just okay. because since since it's not, I will. I'm glad. I'm glad to give it to uh, Vampire uh, Survivors because we all know that game is great too. Just having that available on mobile is is tenfold. It's great. I'm pretty sure we're all downloading Marvel's Vampire Survivors right now. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see Bill looking at his phone. I'm like, where's my phone at? I gotta go. Fuck <laughs> so, all right, uh, Bill, what's your uh, what's your choice here, bud? Uh, Genshin Impact. It's it's like one of the few mobile games that I still find myself like going back to. Um, and they actually do a pretty decent job with community support overall, except for that one time where they completely spurned their entire player base. But other than that, um, Genshin, I just feel, does it right as far as like the right amount of mobile bullshit to the right amount of like actually fun gameplay. Um, the right amount Tower... of mobile bullshit. Yeah. Uh, what happened to Tower Fantasy? It was like hot for like it petered <laughs> out, and then it, it was shit, and it petered out. Fucking exactly it, like it, I said it was going to do. It was just a grab at Genshin Impact and doing it in an MMO. Yeah. Yeah. All the things that people wanted from Genshin Impact were that wanted like myself that wanted an MMO. They're like, okay, we're gonna give it to you, but it's really shitty. Like, oh, okay. Actually, what made that game shitty was the netcode. The netcode was garbage. Um, if their netcode yeah. net was better, I think it actually could have survived a little bit long enough to get some some momentum behind it, but it was just trash. So, okay. Uh, Enigma. Uh, Diablo Immortal. You are fucking kidding no. me. <laughs> no. Almost made me choke. Oh 100%. No. No, fuck that. No. Uh, Genshin Impact. Well, yeah, 100%. I, I think that they continue to push out content granted i don't play it i know that if my if i don't at least say something about it uh my buddy solid's gonna fucking gonna stab me in the eye. um but yeah they they continue to come out with like content updates story updates like legitimately every month or two i'm, I'm always hearing solid talking about like oh the fucking story that just came out it's amazing it's, it's, it's matrix and i can i can fucking I can go in, into space and, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, dude. Awesome. <laughs> Genshin Impact, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think Genshin Impact deserved this. I, I know you said that Marvel Snap is really good and I'm sure it is. Um, I just, I think Genshin Impact deserved it more. Also, uh, foreshadowing, going to say here uh, first and foremost, expect next year for the Genshin Impact anime to win Best Adaptation because that Would is in the works to release in 2023. So I almost guarantee that is going to be the big winner. Well, and, and and we'll have another, I think we have another game coming from them. It's uh, There's another game coming out from Mihoyoverse or whatever they're called that's like a uh, uh, like a future version of Genshin or something like that. I can't so Tower of Fantasy. <laughs> it's not Tower of Fantasy. I mean, it's, it's kind of. It, it but, yeah, sounds it's, like it's, Tower of Fantasy. I can't remember the name of it. Solid. If you want to, if you want to send me the name of it really quickly, uh, if if you know what it is, it'd be great. But uh, yeah, they're coming out with like it's like a sci-fi fantasy uh, Honkai Star Rail. Thank you. Thank you, Solid. 
Uh, Honkai Star Rail, they're coming out. I don't know if it's next year or the year after. I don't know if they've actually put in a uh, a release date, but yeah, it's it's like Genshin Impact, but like space and sci-fi. So. Awesome. All right. Well, um, I'm just going to say it. Should not have won this category. Uh, as much as I love Marvel Snap, I'm actually... Wow, really? I, yeah. No, I don't I don't think... I mean, Holy um, shit. Get, like, look, guys, like, I, I'll tell you right now, I mean, I've dumped a shit ton of hours into Marvel Snap. I continue to dump hours into Marvel Snap. I've paid money into Marvel Snap. The game is fucking phenomenal. It is a, it is a, an, an absolute just, I don't, it's not perfect, but it is a very, very well thought out card game, Marvel game. Uh, you know, there's no predatory nature behind it whatsoever. Um, it, it really encompasses everything that you would want from this type of game. Um, and in a world where we are starving for Marvel games, in a world where my Marvel fucking card game on PC is a dating simulator, uh, the, you know, this this is a safe haven I can go to and calm the fuck down without, you know, choking somebody. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think it deserved a win here. I think Genshin Impact, like, you have to be brain dead to not realize, like, what they've done on a mobile platform is fucking absolutely phenomenal. Like, you know, this, this game is, Genshin Impact 100% deserves to win. Um even though I don't play it, I, I love gotcha games. I wish it was an MMO. Um, I wish it gave me the things that Tower Fantasy gave me as far as MMO in Genshin Impact. It would absolutely hook me. I'd probably be playing it to this day. It probably would spend ungodly amount of money um, on you'll that probably, game. You'll probably like that new one that's coming out then because I think it's supposed to be like a, an MMO. You know, that, it's supposed to be more of an MMO than Genshin Impact is. That is phenomenal then. Uh, so yeah, I just I think again I don't want to take anything away from Marvel Snap, and I really think if you are a card game fanatic or a fan, um, you like stuff like Hearthstone, and you are a comic book and you are a uh, Marvel nerd, you are doing yourself a disservice to not play Marvel Snap. It takes maybe all of three minutes m at most to get through an entire game. Uh, it's always changing. The dynamic is changing. The strategy is there. It seems simplistic at first, and it is not at all. It, it you really should give yourself a, a, you, a shot at this you really gotta wonder though i mean like i said like it, it was nice to see it win but how it won like i i i have no idea like um with the fan base that genshin has and even genshin taking like i am very surprised somewhere somewhere somehow it's, marvel threw some money at it i think yeah it's there's there's it's, it's, it's gotta I be mean, some behind you, the scenes you also you also gotta remember that while genshin impact is an, an amazing game it has nowhere near the user base and the, the, the fan base of Marvel. Right. The accessibility of Marvel is what the Marvel snap grabs card players. It grabs Marvel nerds. It grabs, you know, uh, yeah. you know, quick access. It's something fast, right. To play. Um, where Genshin impact, uh, though it has a user base, it's, you know, crazy. I would, I would almost guarantee that I bet Marvel snap has been downloaded more times than Genshin impact has. I wouldn't be the way. I mean, We'll see. Congrats to them. Yeah. So, uh, so the I, 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 I will say just as an addendum, like I, I did meme about Diablo Immortal, but if you take away the bullshit practices and everything like that, everybody says that Diablo Immortal, the game, the actual game, is an amazing game. Okay. Right? Blizzard, Blizzard, chill. But, but fuck Blizzard <laughs> and the rest of the bullshit they pulled with that one hundred percent. It, it does not even deserve to be on. That. I mean, look, most of us are saying if they take the stuff from a Diablo Immortal and <laughs> remove the predatory nature of it and put a yeah. lot of those aspects into Diablo Four is what we're wanting. Like that, I want a lot of that. I want the fucking the MMO aspect of what is in Diablo Immortal in Diablo Four. 
I just don't want the predatory nature behind it. They take that out. I think this wins. I think it wins the fucking category. So, yeah, personally. Uh, but yeah. All right. Um, so the uh, winner again, Marvel Snap was the Game Awards winner. Um, uh, Genshin Impact won it across the board uh, here. So, uh, yeah. There All you right. go. Solid. Oh, there, no, there, I'm, there sorry. I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry. Vampire Survivors won it for Scruffy. I, I do apologize. Vampire Survivors yeah. did win it for Scruffy. Yeah. Um, all right, so next category is best indie game. Another game, another one I'm very excited to talk about. Um, this is for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made without the traditional publisher system. Um, the there, I think there's going to be some some debates here uh, as well. Um, but the nominees: Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Uh, Scruffy, go ahead. I can't hear you guys. I have got to go to the bathroom. But you guys, I can I can hear you guys. So go ahead and talk it out. Um. Yeah, this is a very tough one. Uh, not even with just the nominations here, um, just alone. Uh, I, I think indie games is, is one of my, if not, uh, most favorite categories of games. Um, there's just so many to pick from. It, it, it's honestly, uh, it's endless. Um, my, my answer might shock many, um, and it, it might surprise many because also it's a game that didn't release this year, but it, it, well, it, it full released this year. It didn't come out this year. Um, but out of these, uh, these categories or these nominations, I, I would hundred percent, I, I'd give it to Call of the Lamb, not having played it personally yet, but I definitely plan to. I think that game is just, it, it just, it's just great. It looks like a blast it's to amazing, play. Dude. Yeah. Um, and I am very excited to get my hands on that one, but there, there is just a lot of great games here. Um, I, I, as great of a game I, I think Stray is, I don't know if that's my, if I agree with that being the winner. Um, you know, Tunic, heard great things. Sifu, like we've been saying, another great one. Uh, Neon White, I don't know much about, but apparently Sin's, you know, for a session with that yeah. game, um, he loves it. Ah, go loves fuck it, yourself, so. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, out of these picks, I would say Call of the Lamb should have taken it. But my my personal pick um, is actually uh, Raft. That is a indie game that uh, it, it came out a few years back. I can't, I don't know exactly when it was like maybe 2019 or something. Um, and they've been doing updates and, and chapters throughout the uh, way. And they finally did four releases this year with their final chapter that I have yet to play. But um, if you have not played Raft, it is a very, very fun uh, survival um, game. Start out on a one by one raft with you or your friends, and you have to pretty much fish your way uh getting materials and and uh, expanding and, and exploring uh islands and and uncovering this really kind of cool story that you piece together through like lost notebooks um so it is just a very fun uh game and yeah i, I think it definitely deserves some uh some light and i even um you know being full yeah. release this year i think it, it, it is just very good did raf release this year i, I can remember full, full release the 1.0 came out this year their, with their final chapter so that would uh that'd be my vote but um definitely call the lamb honorable mention uh and out of the these picks it, it should have won this i think bill go on bill yeah yeah <laughs> yeah cult of the lamb got robbed big time in my opinion um and i also feel like I don't know. I don't think any of these don't deserve to be here, but I feel like Rogue Legacy 2 got kind of oh, pushed to the side. Such a good game. Yep. 
Um, but now Cult of the Lamb, 100%. I really enjoyed Stray. I think the storyline to it was amazing. As far as, like, gameplay innovations go and, like, pushing the indie space forward, meh. I think Cult of the Lamb did that kind of stuff a bit better, in my opinion. But Stray is definitely a very good game. Um, I can understand why it won, even if I don't agree with it. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Enigma? Uh, no, 100%. Cult of the Lamb should have won this. Uh, Cult of the Lamb got shafted hard right here. Like, Stray, to me, does not scream indie, personally. I Now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I, I know that it's it's uh, it's made by... I think it's made by... Uh, Blue 12 Studio. What, what, what were the names? And Peru, Pernu, or whatever? Well, Blue 12 Studio uh, developed it. Annapurna published it. Annapurna, okay. Blue Toll Studio, it, does that not have ties with Sony? This is this is a Sony funded project. Yeah. So to to me, when I look at that and, and I look at Best of Indie, right? And I, I look at how much money was put into that by Sony. Or not it, it, even if it's not money, even if it's just like the amount of like PR that was put out there for so from Sony. This does not deserve to be on Best of Indie because it was not an indie like it was an indie development, yeah, sure. But it was not completely done by an indie, right? Like it was not pushed forward by just indie. Cult of the Lamb, you you could argue that same thing. I think Devolver Digital was the publisher. Um, Mass Massive Monster, I think, is the uh, developer. But I think that it, it deserved the indie title a lot more than Stray. And you, you can you can say that I'm I'm a uh, I'm prejudiced or whatever you want to call it. I'm not prejudiced, but uh. <laughs> No, think of the word. Not, no, he's not. He's not prejudiced, people. Please do. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to think of the Crap. word. Uh, yeah, you, you, you can say that I'm. Enough. You like uh, dogs? You, you, you can say that I have a. I have a. I have a. I, yeah, I'm, I'm a dogs. cat. Or I'm a dog person, not a cat person. You know, but <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think that I, I don't think that Stray deserved that. My only other biased, yes, bias. You can say that I'm biased for it, but I. Uh, I think Cult of the Lamb definitely deserved this more than a lot of these titles personally. I also think that I, uh, if you want to talk about indie studios, vampire survivors should have been on here. And if vampire survivors yeah. was on here, it should have. Well, I think vampire was. survivors should have took stray like over, like yeah. to the stray. I think that and, 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 and again, like I said, if, if vampire survivors had been on here, they should have won over close of the line. Because if you want to talk about indie studios, one dude publishing on steam, that's indie as <clears> it gets, bro. Well, he got he had one nomination and it was best indie. We we there was a category that was best, <coughs> best debut best, best indie, debut indie yeah. uh, which yeah. is from a new studio and best indie. We kind of combined them together. So if we combine them together, technically, he would. If, if we if we can combine them together, then I I choose Cult of the Lamb and Vampire Survivor. Yeah, well, they're, they're, so you you would choose Vampire for debut. <laughs> I would choose Vampire for debut. I I would choose Vampire for indie as well. But I think Cult of the Lamb definitely deserves something from both of these so that's me so for me this is in in the past couple years like this has been the category that i have lived in i have loved i have fallen in love with more and more um as triple a studios continuously just keep shitting on us left and right um you know we have kind of i i would say almost as a as an entire podcast have really found a new life in indie games and you know um this is one that is just filled with so many like i i don't 
like I know they narrow it down to five, but I think it's a shame. Like to me, I mean, there's so many it's, games out there. It's a loaded category, man. Like, it's endless. You know, and uh, you know, looking at Cult of the Lamb, started playing that phenomenal. Uh, Neon White, phenomenal. Sifu, phenomenal. Straight, I agree. I'm the same place with Enigma. I understand the game. I get it. I don't think it's an indie game in my personal opinion, uh, but it is what it is. It's on here. Uh, I don't think it deserved to win. Tunic, again, another great game that I that I think was rightfully uh shafted um you know uh because it is uh, i've watched people play it phenomenal yeah vampire survivors even have... steven says that he, he would have picked mm. yeah ball, yep. not, not because it's indie but because it was a canadian canadian game, game right <laughs> oh, that's i didn't um, know that that's cool you know you've got vampire survivors you have core keeper you've got raft i mean the list could go on and on and on and on and on um on here as far as you know indie games that we have sunk time into and, and really you know put into um i i would I'm arguing back and forth between myself on Core Keeper and Vampire Survivors. Um, I, I arguably put more time into Vampire Survivors um, than I have anything else. Uh, so I would probably say Vampire Survivors wins the category for me uh, for best indie game, though I really am gushing about Neon White. Um, uh, and again, um, you know, Core Keeper. Both of those are just, yeah. So I. I want to say Vampire Survivors because that dude, that was one guy made a game that has took yeah, fucking, took the world by storm. Like if 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 you if you want to if you want to go off of just the embodiment of indie, off of what they state for outstanding creative and technical achievements in a game made outside the traditional publisher system, you can't get much further outside of the traditional yeah. publisher system other than publishing yourself. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, and, and, and they really that, did. They, that, it last, is ironic that Stray won this because of well, that. Well, that's the thing with the definition. last part. If you look at it, Devolver Digital, Cult of the Lamb, that would kind of knock this out, right? Annapurna, yeah. with Neon, Neon White, Annapurna knocks that out. Sifu stays in. Uh, you know, Stray knocked out Annapurna. I don't know much about Finji. I don't know much about them, but, um, you know, uh, so I don't know. So, anyway, my co- we got other things we got to go to. But yeah, Vampire Survivors is mine. So, um, I'm gonna stop recapping all of it, and we're because we gotta we got we're crunched for time um, here. So uh, we knew we were gonna go over, but yeah, we, uh, we again, yeah, yeah. I, I knew we were gonna go over. Um, so best ongoing game is the next category. Uh, this is awarded to a game for outstanding development, and ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. Um, the categories nominees here were Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. Um, kind of shocked that No Man's Sky didn't make this list. Um, to be 100 percent honest, but. Uh, okay. Very true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen was the winner uh, for the game awards, um, and seems like chat Stevens has said that Final Fantasy fourteen is the uh, the winner there. Uh, I think we ought to give us the chat uh, for uh, Twitch, by the way, um, if anybody pokes their head up there. But nobody's posting um, in the chat. Twitch, so. Scruff. Um. Yeah. I mean, all all good nominations. Um, Final Fantasy, I, I think, is definitely deserving. Uh, I'll keep mine short and simple. Uh, I my my pick is one of my all time favorite games, and that would be Terraria. <laughs> and the thing that makes that game to me is just a hilarious pick is because their ongoingness was not even supposed to be. They're, they're, like five updates ago was supposed to be their last update, and each update since then was supposed to be their last uh, quote unquote. Um, so. Yeah, no, it, it's kind of hilarious. The last update was really um, a good one too. It was, you know, their labor labor of love uh, update. They're they're directly giving back to like community feedback and what the community wants. Um, and it's just always been a, a great fun time to me. So 
Yeah, I, I'd say for ongoing uh, games, Terraria takes the cake for me. Um, but Final Fantasy definitely uh, in this category, I think, deserves it most of all, too. So, but um, Terraria, Final Fantasy, honorable mention for me. Cool. Bill? Rainbow Six Siege, baby. <laughs> I uh, They've really brought it around this year. Um, they 2021 was a pretty rough year for the game overall. Um, they've changed their studio, uh, the studio, like the Ubisoft studio that's working on it. So that has brought a lot of new fresh faces to the game. And they're finally like singling, like honing in on what they want the game to be. There for a while, it was running away with more of an arcadey, like running gun style play style. They're finally going back and leaning back into slowing the game down a little bit making it more tactical-based, making operator picks have a little bit more impact than just the gun. Um, and they're moving it back in the right direction. So uh, Rainbow Six Siege for me, 100%. Sure it's thing. Like, it's like the, the good two are, two are like, it's like the fucking STDs you just can't get rid of. I keep taking the medication. I just can't shake them, man. Jesus Christ. Listen. Get the fuck listen. out of here. League of Legends is a close second. Just because <laughs> you guys shit. got me back into that oh, one this oh, year. Would you even mention fuck. that? Oh. Oh man, not after this season. All right, I, bl uh, I blame all of you for that. But you know what the sad thing is? Is we pulled this man back in and then fucking dipped. We sucked this quit. man in uh, and then fucking go. I'm out. <laughs> like, I was the first one to leave. <laughs> oh man. All right, uh, Enigma, what you got for us, bud? Uh, I mean, I don't think it's that much of a surprise. Final Fantasy 14. It's not Fortnite. Uh, no. I mean, it's that's a close second for sure. You know. Still waiting on that. Uh, still waiting on that check from from Tim Sweeney for, you know, greasing, greasing the uh, the cogs and everything like that with that. But yeah, no. Fi Final Fantasy fourteen one hundred percent. I I'd say close second. I agree with you on the fact that I I don't see why, I uh, No Man's Sky is not on here. I think No Man's Sky deserves to be on here more than at least Destiny and Apex personally. But uh, you know, whatever. I and then like a close third to that would probably be Genshin Impact for me. So cool. Uh I'm 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 this shouldn't be a shocker, right? This really shouldn't be a shocker. It's hanging up on my fucking wall. And this game is still around and they're coming up with new content and it is fucking amazing. And every single time they drop content for it, it is a banger. And I go back to it and I love the fucking shit out of it. It's my dead cells like, that game is fucking great, and they're doing a Castlevania fucking crossover, and I'm so excited. And, and, our, our crossover. I know, we don't our, talk our about Terraria. that. We don't talk about that. Terraria, That's, no, Dead no, Cells no, crossover. No, 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 you keep your disease-ridden genitals away from my fucking what? glorious, beautiful, untouched Dead Cells. Keep that shit away from me. That's like saying you're the no. next crossover. Like, when I saw uh, Nier Automata crossover. this is something we could relate on. With, we could bond with, Sin. No. Like, father, like, son. Like My like, next fear is, I swear to God, I'm going to see Dead Cells in Rainbow Six. They already brought Nier Automata. I'm going to fucking see Dead Cells in Rainbow Six. And <laughs> oh, I'm that is wild, Rainbow too. Six also did a crossover with Nier Automata, which is That's what I'm saying. Weird. That's what I'm yeah, saying. That's, yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm afraid saying. of. <laughs> So, uh, but no. There, there, you know, you know, one, the one thing I do want to want to really quickly go back to is is Bill being like, "Man, Rainbow Six Siege, they're finally finding what they want to do with this game." That game released in 2015, my guy. Well, <laughs> well, they, they they it ran away from them is what I was saying, and they're and they're bringing uh, it back in. 
Everyone yeah, in the I, I mean, but I, I didn't need to interrupt the other. To be, to be fair, he was, his close second was League, man. The game released fucking true. 15 years ago. Like, yeah, you know, I, I've never actually seen Sinem play Dead Cells. I, I'm convinced he doesn't even own it. I, dude, it's on. Okay. Wow. Wow. I, I, Stevens has seen me play it. it. You can go back on my Twitch VODs and watch, go back there and look at it. I love the fucking game, man. I, and, and now with this thing, holy shit, between Rogue Legacy, this the Castlevania and, update and, is massive. Oh my God. It's so good. I'm so, I, I cannot wait. I'm, I, they, yeah. All right. I'm not going to gush anymore. We got just wait till go. you get the Knight's Edge, bro, in, in Dead Cells. Oh, you're going to love it. Or the Mur, the Muramasa. Oh, yeah. And oh, if you have to fight Skeletron, you can you can come to me for help. I fucking I swear to God, I hate you so much. <laughs> All right. Uh, so best performance is the next category, or what we would like to call this is the longest speech ever given in any game awards or award show <laughs> history forever. Holy fuck! Don't give this man another award. Best performance uh, <laughs> awarded to an individual for voice acting. Uh, overacting motion and or performance capture. Can we just for once was this was he fucking high or drunk or something? It's, yeah, that, that probably both. That capture is not great. I'm not probably I don't both. care about the fucking picture. I'm talking about the show. I fucking sat oh. back. Scruffy was with me when I was going yeah. I was doing it. I counted. It was, I fucking counted how long this dude talked ten for. Ten minutes long. Ten fucking minutes for an award uh award Except you know what cracked me up as well after his his like long ass fucking speech right like everybody after that like midway through their speech they'd start playing the music oh, fuck yeah, the they fuck started the somebody with, with the butt was like nope not this again no you don't so yeah and i love jeff Keeley was like well we would have had more but uh you know fucking chris judge decided to take it over so um holy shit man anyway all right uh so the nominees here were um Ashley Birch for Horizon Forbidden West, uh, Charlotte McBurney for A Plague Tale Requiem, Christopher Judge for God of War Ragnarok, uh, Man Engage for Immortality, and then Sonny Soljic. I'm sorry if I butchered that last name, uh, for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, the winner for this one by the Game Awards was uh, Chris Judge. Um, Scruffy, any thoughts here? Uh, yeah, no. I mean, the ones that really stand out to me um, are, are definitely... Ashley Birch, um, just a big fan of her in general. She's just, just a cool person. <laughs> I used to watch like her on YouTube and stuff. So, and then when she started getting into voice acting, like it just made sense. Hey, Ash, what um, you're playing is a is a mood, dude. Love it, love it. It's always a good time. Uh, and I know how good uh, Charlotte is in A Plague Tale. Um, I have not personally played that game yet, but I know she does an incredible job. Uh, I. Didn't even really know Immortality uh, until this game show. I know, Sin, you, you said it's, like, really good. Um, and that this, um, I can't even read that. Is it Manon? Man Man well, yeah, Manon, Man and Gage. Read that. But um, uh, I've heard she does good. And, and of course, Boy and, and Christopher <laughs> Judd. Uh, so I think all really good Boy. picks. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I honestly, I got to I gotta give it to my guy, uh, Pedro. Flute guy. Oh my guy god! Kind of takes the cake. What the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I think his performance was the best of all. Fucking Christ, dude. All right, he's gonna make his way in here somehow. Scruff. And we're not. We're not done talking about good old Pedro. That motherfucker. He is a man of. I, I gotta find. Hold on. I'm gonna find him. <laughs> while you guys, while you guys are talking, I'm gonna find it. So you guys, uh, you guys are gonna get a blank screen real quick. 
right. I, I gotta I I, I use the restroom, but I'm going to yeah yeah 100 God of War Ragnarok Professor Judge. Even though he talked for way too fucking long, I I think he's I think he does a really great job with uh, portraying uh, Kratos. I uh, Sonny Soljus or Soljic I think is his name. Sol yeah. Soljic. He also did a really great job with I. Uh, Atreus. Fucking yeah, Tre Atreus. I think or... they both did amazing. But yes, no, I, I completely agree. I one that takes the cake. Fucking flute Pedro boy, you know, one hundred percent, dude. The 100. dude, dude had me hyped <laughs> as fuck. Like like we we were watching that shit, and I was like, yeah, get it, yes. boy, get it. Yeah, okay, I gotta uh, go. This is by the way, this is Pedro. Oh shit, Hold on. this is Pedro. By the way, uh, the flute, the guy from the flute uh performance at the uh at the game awards if you not know what we're talking about go and watch the last like five minutes the search flute guy seven you, you'll of, find videos trust me of, of it uh he he fucking rocked it man <laughs> you're yeah, man um so uh yeah i um as much as i love christopher judge i think he did a phenomenal job as kratos i think he brings uh he has brought kratos to a a level that we have not seen before and has really brought that character to life in a way that had not been done um previously um very a la like i think you know um what we're gonna see with like you know what we saw with batman right um and and things of that nature um uh so immortality the game actually itself is i don't i don't i don't like the game um i like you know man engage which what she did and how she performed in this uh game or experience this was another one this was actually one that my wife who is not a gamer whatsoever in any way shape or form uh played um and experienced and i watched it and i was so captivated by her performance in this it it was just like watching like there are very few actors that I would say kind of transcend their role. One of which I say is Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, that man absolutely transcends every role that he gets into. Um, uh, and uh, is someone that I think is, is a, you know, beacon uh, of what you are pinnacle of what you want to try to achieve as an actor. Um, she did the exact same thing. And I think it was an absolute travesty that she did not win. This is also just so everybody knows, this is not a game where there's a 3D character. This is a this is an FMV style game. This is a live game. Um, you know, so it, it is it is all done live. There is nothing. There is no like every, she wears the emotion. She portrays this character. She lives it, eats and breathes it. This per, she should have won this. I think it is a. I really think that it was stolen from her. Uh, not taking anything away from Christopher Judge, but. Like he won it last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, correct. Like he won it last year, right? Uh, 2018, maybe. 20, okay, or whatever. God of War. Yeah, came out the original one. 2018. Yeah, <clears throat> there we go. Uh, so it's been three years since. So I just, I don't know. I can't speak highly enough of this uh, of of her performance in this. It was it was absolutely insane. So there you go, <sighs> best performance. And I think she probably would have given maybe like a three minute speech. Uh, all right. Best audio design is our oh, next fuck one. me, I guess. Oh, fuck. Sorry, Bill. Shit. I'm sorry. I thought you went. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Bill, go ahead. It's because uh, I cut in front of you. Sorry, Bill. Yeah, it's, 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 okay. Enigma. it's, called, it's Enigma's fault. Uh, I, I haven't played any of the other games besides God of War Ragnarok. Christopher Judge does great with Kratos. I'm a big Ashley Birch fan. Do you guys think that if it would have been nominated for her performance as Tiny Tina, things would have went differently? Or do you, uh, 
I mean, I don't think I think Christopher Judge still would have won. I think, but yeah, I think Judge. I think won, she, I feel like won. she really outshines herself in in Tiny Tina's like as that character in general. So I, I would have preferred to see that than um, her character in for or Horizon. Horizon, yeah. Horizon Forbidden West. I think uh, the reason I think she lost this category for that is because the writing in that was, from what I've it's heard, not was good. not very good. Yeah, they they really butchered the character. And the dialogue between her, like between, uh, yeah, uh, uh, what's her name? Um, Aloy. Aloy. I keep wanting to say Alawi, but that's the chick from <laughs> League. Uh, Aloy and the, her other like counterparts. Like, uh, it was really bad. Yeah, I agree. Uh, speaking of Ashley Birch, Mythic Quest Season Two is coming out soon. So if you are yes. interested in that, it's it's a good show. I highly recommend. Moving on. So is, is is Chris Judge your choice as well? Yeah, Christopher okay. Judge. I right. don't know Immortality. I'll have to check it out because you've got me interested. So. It is. It's very. It's very good. I will say it's a. The person that developed the game is a fucking little bit of a weirdo, but the game is the game and the performance is amazing. So definitely worth a check. Um, all right. So moving on, best audio design, uh, recognizing the best in in-game audio and sound design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. Uh, nominee uh, Elden Ring, <laughs> God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo 7, and Horizon Forbidden West. Okay, I'm just going to go straight to Bill because Bill is laughing his ass off. Bill, what is so funny? The fact that uh, Call of Duty is on here when they can't even get their footsteps. Their sound design is ass. <laughs> Bro, it <Yeah>. sucks. <laughs> In a game that's supposed to be like a little bit tactical and you're supposed to be able to get like a little bit of a feel for where people are at based on like audio cues. The their their, that... their best audio design is their proximity chat, actually. Um, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Little racist 12-year-olds. Yep. Oh, the worst part is uh, they're not 12. They're full-grown men. That's the worst part. That is... Uh, they're racist full-grown um, men. As far as sound design goes, I'm actually going to give this to Gran Turismo. Believe oh. it or not. I feel like they... I don't know. There, there's something very satisfying about authentic like motorization and like car noises like simulations that get like every aspect including the audio front correct that i find really fascinating impressive and just satisfying um god of war score is good i think elden ring has a better score and if we were going straight off of soundtrack i think elden ring would have done it but for overall audio design i think gran turismo is just well score is the it, next time it, it's satisfying <laughs> Scores the next one, so um, okay. So, got so grand, uh, Gran Turismo 7, um, for Bill, uh, Scruff. Uh, well, here, let me uh start out with my honorable mention, uh, or pro probably not, but, but maybe my, my pick, it, it won't be allowed, but um, there's a game that is been out for a year or two, um, but. Some might say that it really came out this year, um, and that is New World. I was thinking the same thing, Get bro. Fuck um, out of here, dude. The audio in that back game to New is World, great. It is. It, it is so good, man. I've always been impressed with the audio in that game, from the gunshots reverberating off the trees and the mountains to the clinks of mining to just everything man the world is its highest um its best you know point is is the audio in that game i've got to say they they nail it um so have you mined gleamite yet dude yes yes and that makes I, that I, like, I did 
a while ago. But yes, dude, it is. Oh, it's just God. so satisfying. I love it. Um, I know the game's not out, or it, it ain't come out this year, but some might say it did because of the fresh start servers. It, it kind of game released in 2021. It, 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 it kind of count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Yeah. So I would. I'd say New World. But um, since I can't, I, I I don't know any other game that really has good sound design. Because um, I I feel like that like that's something you have to play games to really get. You know, like watching streams and all that. You you can you know get a feel for, it, but you, you can't really like grasp it in my opinion. Um, and I have not played any of these games that are up here. I have not played any other except Call of Duty, but fucking trash tier sound. Um, so I I'll give it to God of War. Um, for for my pick, I, I'll I'll say that that's fine. I've I've watched Bill play it. Uh, it sounds good, um, but I, I don't have a true grasp of this one. So, yeah. Amigua. I I don't think that God of War deserves this. Honestly, I I think it it had a really decent. It had it had it had good audio. It wasn't amazing. The, the, the thing that again, got me was the audio wasn't impactful to any yeah. of the gameplay. Yeah, that's that, that's and that's the biggest thing. But it has noises, to, but like, it didn't. It has really... to. It has to wow me to in order for me to even remember it. And God of War definitely doesn't strike me as like the best when it comes to audio design. I I will agree. I think Gran Turismo probably should have won this, um, just because they themselves put so much effort into making sure that those sounds sound as realistic as fucking possible, um, and they go like above and beyond. To make sure that the audio recordings and shit are like top notch. Do they just I, go like ka-chow, ka-ching, no, ka-chow. no, <laughs> no? This isn't this isn't a Disney Plus, you know, <laughs> cars recording, bro. I, I, I'd pay uh, for that. <laughs> I I don't know. Did, you guys have to tell me. I d- did fucking what's the what's the one uh, Tarkov? Did Tarkov? When did Tarkov release? Or has it? It's released? still not released. Still not yeah. one auto. Yeah. Okay. But if if it was, and and, and I'll give you this, Scruffy. If if you want to if you want to do that, I'll, I'll I'll take your bullshit with New World. I think that I I think that it's New World. <laughs> I think that uh, Tarkov does a really really good job with uh with audio as well. But uh, if it hasn't released yet, I don't know. It's Grand Turismo for me with, with an honorable mention. Yeah, with yeah. an honorable mention for Tarkov for sure. Yeah. Um. I gotta say Modern Warfare. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right. Uh, as someone that I, 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 I'm not an audio head, but I have become more because of New World. Actually, I have become. Oh, more you're a hothead. And I have become. See, the the inevitable, the inevitable <laughs> double-edged sword there is that if I react to it, I then in turn it, make it true. <laughs> So I can't say anything. Uh, oh. The um, but uh, no. So I actually, the thing about God of War Ragnarok and and, and Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West, I'm not even considering Call of Duty, is that you know especially those I think those three and really God of War and Forbidden West I really looked highly to because you guys are you're playing in a, in a snowy environment you're playing in and in, in Forbidden West you play in a lot of different environments but you know Ragnarok you're in the snow world I want to hear the snowfall hitting I want to hear when your axe hits yeah. something this this I should 
It needs I should to be impactful. feel it, right? I should hear the crunch of the snow, you know, packing together. I should hear like the the heaviness of your breath, like all of that. And when I'm talking audio design, that's what I want in this world to live in and be like in. The wind and rustling through the trees. Everything, and shit. everything. And there's some really, really great, uh, um, actually deep dives into games and the way that they do this. And I'm gonna tell you right now, Gran Turismo, uh, Gran Turismo. Period. It doesn't matter which fucking one it is. They're deep level of detail but that they go into they go insane dude it's yeah. like i'm talking like if one little aspect of the car when it clicks on if all like all the lights coming on and flickering if it doesn't make the exact sound they scrap like it's it's it's, it. it's down to the point that like in some of those cars like if the engine gets too hot and you turn it off you can actually hear like the click of the engine like cooling down like yeah it, it, it's as the fucking metal clicks so it's it's actually very surprising that this game did not win. So Gran Turismo Seven should have won it. I don't I don't understand that. God God of War won this by, I guess, just being powerful. hearing from you guys, I, I'd probably change mine to Gran Turismo. I, I, I just I, don't know I, I think enough God of, about. I I think God of War won a lot of these just off of being God. Now, yeah, I mean that it's the Last of Us syndrome. You know, it's it's yeah. going to happen next, like that. This, this next category. I think is where we have we have a more honest debate about God of War, which is best score in music. I, I think I don't think it should have been an audio design. I think this is where Bill, like Bill, you were talking about the score and music of this. Again, I have not watched a lot of this because I don't want to spoil it, but I have watched enough to get at least some of the story beat or music beats from it. Um, but this is uh, score and music for outstanding music and inclusive of score and original song and or licensed soundtrack. Huh? The doggo. Oh, um, Bill's doggo. Uh, the nominees were a uh, Plague Tale Requiem. I was like, what the fuck? And I, and okay. Original sound or licensed soundtrack and doggos. Um, so a Plague Tale Requiem, uh, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Metal Hell Singer, and Xenoblade Chronicles three. Um, can I go first? I haven't, I didn't get, I haven't gone first. Sure. Can I go first? Sure. Metal Hell Singer should have won this category hands down. Um, as much as like, I agree, like, holy shit. Uh, they had they 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 licensed actual bands to make legitimate light like real music f- original music for this like you don't get any fucking better than this that game should have won <laughs> like that it's a fucking travesty so all right that was my point that that's my pick that's my point you can move on uh scruff if you want to take it or whoever else wants that'd be bill you you said sure. Singer. what you agree as well so any particular reason other than what i said no you hit the nail on the head with it i feel like uh I feel like having the game built entirely around the soundtrack and having those gameplay elements linked into the soundtrack, it it might not be everybody's cup of tea music-wise, but I do think that's taking score and music to a whole nother level yeah. than just ambience. I, I hope that... The last thing I'll say about this is I hope that something like this specifically this category and this game, I really hope that they did not walk out of there holding their head low and they held their head high because I think that they got robbed. And I feel like if I was a developer of this, I'd be like, what the fuck do I have to do to beat this? Because I literally made a game around metal music and licensed real fucking artists to make this shit. It's, 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 it's again, I think it falls under that same instance of, I think God of War won this just simply because it was God of War. Yeah, I, no. that's that's me. I, I no, I think that's exactly it. Um, you want to go first, or well, you you can continue. That's fine. I, I was about to say I I completely agree with you guys on this. I think Metal Helsing got got this stolen from them completely. 
like their their soundtrack if if we are basing it entirely off of best score and music every one of their songs and every sound every bit of that soundtrack in metal helsing was a banger like 100 percent. and grant granted god of war i'm not taking it i'm not taking away from god of war like that they, they did a performance live and i was like that's a that's a beautiful song like it really was it was a gorgeous song it really was but i think that impactfully with metal helsing they did a far better job of it than god of war i will say the honorable mention plague tale requiem i have heard has an amazing fucking really score an amazing set of fucking music um but my 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 other eye like what i would have liked to see in here and i know you guys you guys are probably gonna think that i'm just gushing about it i would have liked to have seen uh cult of the lambs. i think cult of the lambs music score well granted i don't think it was as good as like metal helsing or god of war i think for an indie company and for like a very small company their music like you'll be sitting there playing that that game and you'll just you'll just randomly be like because it's it's catchy as shit dude so I, I think that it deserved to be on there at least. I don't know if it deserved to win over Helsing, Metal Helsing, but for sure Metal Helsing was, I think it got robbed 100%. Awesome. Um, I'll be the fourth one to say this. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think it got robbed. Uh, I am in total agreement there. No denying that um, from everything. I mean, you guys have already gone through it. Um, Definitely should have won over Ragnarok when we've said it again. I mean, Ragnarok just been taking it just because they're their namesake. Uh, unfortunately, um, all the other nominees, uh, I, I don't really know too much to really add on those. Um, but a personal one that I will add that I think many kind of have just forgotten about uh, that also came out this year, uh, Kina, Bridge of the Spirits. It has a beautiful soundtrack, actually. Didn't it? Didn't Kena Bridges? Yeah, I was about to say, didn't Kena come out last year? Came out this year. It won won Game Awards last year. I'm pretty sure it came out last year. Really? I don't know. I I I double checked. It says release date September 26, 2022. So it did not come out in September. No, it came out 2021. Yeah, that's a typo. That's a Steam typo. I'm telling you, it might have come out on Steam in September, but it released. It released last year uh, on 12 12 2022. It was it was it an epic exclusive no it, it was a or something like that it was a playstation exclusive yeah was it a playstation okay because i know and, for a uh, fact it, it won that's game that's my game one thing that i i didn't know them i i i went off of uh steam because um, yeah it, it released how, september 21st 2021 how i know uh, yes yeah, enigma and i railed against that game winning indie because of the sony backing last year yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it right. should not have won. Well, that, the but... game's got a beautiful soundtrack. I'll give it as an mention. Oh, one hundred percent. Then, then my official vote would be Metal Housinger. I, I think they they take the cake. Then there we go. All right. Yep. So next one is uh, best art direction, and guys, we're down to the final four, and we are rapid. Hey. I, know, I see. I see you're yawning, man. I'm trying, but I'm trying. I'm, I'm going as fast as I can. Um, all right. Best art direction for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Uh, Nominees Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, for Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. Uh, and Elden Ring was the one that took it. Um, Scruff. Um, for me, honestly, I would give it to Scorn. I have yet to play that game, but um, just seeing that game, it's 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 visceral, it's brutal, it's doing something that most games don't do. I think there was one other game like yeah, Agony that. Um, that that did something similar. The game is just disgusting but in every in all the good ways um 
So yeah, I'd give it a scorn uh, for art direction goes. Uh, I think they they did the most unique thing um, out of these nominees. Uh, I think Elden Ring. It, it's not a shocker to me that Elden Ring takes it, um, and I think they deserve it too. They they had a good art direction, but out of out of these, it, it, it was a close between Elden Ring and Scorn. Um, but I I would personally give it a scorn. That that is my pick. Cool, pretty much sums cool. it up. Billy Boo. Elden Ring, I think, is the right choice in my book. Um, they did a really good job at bringing about a lot of really unique uh, landscape designs, art-wise. They really fleshed out what each one of these different regions is meant to feel like and leaned into all of those. And that goes into the character designs as well with the creatures that are living within those areas. And this is definitely some of the most unique... Uh, character and enemy design and boss design that from software has put out there it has a little bit of bloodborne mix has a little bit of dark souls mix some sekiro in there too it's uh i think they really and, and just the level of detail for that open world as big as it is everything feels extremely handcrafted and like intentional so <clears throat> okay uh nigma uh Goodness gracious. Uh, I I am going to probably piss some people off. I didn't think Elden Ring was an insanely good art direction. I think they uh, kind of just leaned back on whatever they had in Dark Souls. Granted, they had more colors, I think, than they did have in Dark Souls, the prior Dark Souls. But uh, it's it's a, it's good. I don't think God of War really needed it either. Uh, neither did Horizon. My my pick, and I you guys can say I'm gushing over it again. I think that Cult of the Lamb would have won for me at least with the art direction that they chose, uh, the kind of cartoonish. I I don't know I don't know what the best description for it would be like the cartoonish, uh, happy tree friends style <laughs> that we've not seen a lot. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty good description of it. It's yeah, and that's that's what uh, every time anybody that I've ever that has ever asked me about it, they're like, so what's it like? I'm like, think of like the cutest fucking thing you can ever fucking think of, and then you ever saw just Happy Tree Friends? That's Cold of the Lamb. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I I would personally have voted for Cold of the Lamb on this, but I see why Elden Ring got picked. I mean, it's a, it's a gorgeous game. I'm not I'm not saying it's not. I just don't think that it it's really push forward it's our direction all that much in my opinion granted bill you can you can probably argue with me on that if you if you want to um oh, I, I think this is a very subjective category i think no. what people find uh visually appealing is gonna differ from person to person so i i, I definitely don't think that stray did anything like insane with their shit had but... cute cat yeah cat and cell even... shading yeah it had cell shading know. or whatever the about. art style that was yeah. that. That was me though. Cold, Cold of the Lamb, I think, takes it on that one as well. Just for not not only like the cuteness of it, but just like the brutality of the art style when it comes to it's, it's like it's fucked up, dude. I was cool, like, man. there was a couple of times where I was just like, "Hey, that really happened." Okay, thank you for having that much detail of ripping that tiny little cute furry forest friend apart. Thank you for that. All right, well. I'm going to go with Scruffy, man. Scorn, anytime you make a game that's just got nothing but flesh and just, just destruction of said flesh and you just lean hard into that nastiness that is that game, Disgusting, you 100% earned this award. I don't know. So it's 
It is fucking gross. And they leaned into it and said, we don't care if you don't like it. It's, it's, it's what we're doing. So good on you, EBB Software and uh, Kepler Interactive. You guys made a decision and leaned into it. So Scorn is the winner in my book. All right. Uh, moving on to best narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, which took the category for the Game Awards, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. Um, Immortality is going to be mine. I'm just going to go ahead and say it and get it out of the way. Immortality. I've already explained why uh, I like that game and why I think it, it wins. So moving on. Whoever wants to take it next, go ahead. You guys can grab at it. Sure, I'll, I'll take it because I'm not going to go over my thoughts on the categories too much anymore. As considering God of War also. Um, mine is actually going to be quite surprising, I think. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember me playing a game called Help High. That game... Is that, that, that one with the It's a fun pick because the, the narrative really... It's not, you know, really all that in the game, but it's a very fun narrative of, of just you're this demon, you're, you're Nate, you're, you work an office job, and you're tasked to create the most disgusting, uh, devilish, gross uh, pie for Satan's birthday. Um, and you befriend a, uh, a, um, uh, a little angel, I can't remember their their names, the little flying Cherub. ones, Cherub named uh, Nugget, and he's adorable and he's derpy. Yeah. And, uh, but, but the narrative comes into play really just exploring the game and, and just kind of seeking it through um, the, the world levels, the NPCs you meet, um, know the little missions you do um but it's it's just a fun weird time uh and i i, I that's my personal like i i like narratives like that i like just quirky kind of goofy stuff like that so that help high look it up if you don't know it. it's it's good i'm surprised that gives you give you indie game or uh, action adventure oh, there's a, there's just a lot there's a lot of picks for her, man like I, I i gotta give you know i gotta I give, give it where I can. <laughs> There's so many indie games. Bill Enigma, where, where Bill. are you at on this one? Uh, I think Bill. I think God of War is the pick for me. Um, I've heard really good things about Plague Tale, but I haven't gotten a chance to sit down and enjoy it, either through viewing or playing. But as far as God of War goes, this is like... And me going into it, I'm also including 2018's narrative as well. Um just because it does, it's a direct sequel, and they tying both of them together, it's, it's a good closure to Kratos's story. It gives him a nice full circle. Being somebody that's been invested in this game series since it debuted, and seeing Kratos's evolution through all of these games up until today, um, it, it was it was genuinely I think perfectly done and it hit home on the nostalgia for me. That might be more of a factor than the actual story itself, but I don't feel like the writing dropped many balls. It might have been a little bit too much filler in some spaces, but I think they did a really good job with it overall, and it was a good uh, a good closing to this era of God of War. That's nice. And I, I, I agree, God of War Ragnarok did an amazing job, but that's not my personal pick. Not not anything to do, not anything to say that they didn't have an amazing story, because obviously you would think that with me being such a fan of Norse, I, I would have picked God of War over this, but 
Um, and I'm actually really surprised that you didn't pick this. You picked Immortality over this, uh, Sin. I I would have thought that you would have picked uh, As Dusk Falls. Ah, oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. I I thought that As Dusk Falls oh, had an amazing true. story. God, it. it was entirely based on the story, right? Like like entirely, and not only the story, but not, so not only was it a story catered towards the individual person, but it was catered towards the individual person, and if they were streaming, it was catered towards the individual person and their community, and that had so much replayability to it, due to it, right? Fuck, yeah. Like your your gameplay is never going to be the same as my gameplay unless I specifically choose the exact same options as you did, right? So that's yeah, that's my <sighs> personal pick. Yeah, I'm oh, shit. The only, the only thing that's it, battling me now between going back to that is because my initial reaction to this. Um, is is immortality when I when I first see it I'm immortality but I think it's because I I, I saw it more recently I'm a, I gotta change I'm <sighs> go ahead Scruffy what do you say didn't didn't we also skip a category games for impact yeah we skipped over that okay we we, we weren't planning on doing that no okay never mind um, yeah that's 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 my personal vote right there and uh, I think. If I had to do like a second, third, fourth, I think God of War Ragnarok comes in seconds. Uh, Elden Ring a close third, and Plague Tale like a very, very close fourth. Because I've heard amazing things about Plague Tale's story. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it as it is because you said As Dust Falls, it is a fucking amazing story game. That game is fucking great. It's Fuck insane, dude. It's an insanely good story. Fuck Jim. <laughs> Um, fuck but, you. Uh, for sure. Uh, One, 100% fuck you. The old, the old guy. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. immortality is also very, very good. So they're both. Yeah. Not, not, like I said, I was actually really surprised that you didn't pick that. Yeah, that was, uh, I thought you would have won with it. It's probably a misstep, but I, I, you, because you said it, I feel okay with it. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave them yeah. both on there. So, all right. Second to last category, guys. Uh, best game direction awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in a game direction and design. The winner of this one for Game Awards was Elden Ring. The other nominees were God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon, Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. Uh, Scruffy, go ahead. Um, I mean, I'll just say my pick straight up here, but I'll, I'll leave it to, uh, to Bill to really go into it more because it's Elden Ring, and I, I think there's nobody better to explain it than there is Bill. <laughs> That's, that's it for me, Elden Ring. Yeah, yeah, Elden Ring, it is the redesigning and bringing open world back to the forefront. I think this game was something that that genre desperately needed. It needed to go back to its roots, more of like the old school Elder Scrolls style, like the Morrowind days where you kind of were exploring on your own not because there was a map marker on the screen but because you saw a landmark in the distance and it like enticed you to go and explore it there was something that you saw either on a map or on the open world scape itself that was like i bet there is something there and nine times out of ten there is so um elden ring brought open world back in a big way so game direction all the way yeah i no, one one hundred percent. I think I I I completely third Elden Ring one hundred percent. I think God of War is is good, but I don't think that they did anything to change the vision and innovate on their previous iteration. I same with the Horizon uh, Forbidden West. I don't really think that they did anything insanely different. 
Uh, Stray, I guess you could say, did something different where they they went down the route of like, you're you're not really like a, a main character. You're just a cat that wandered through. Like, granted, you, you are the main character. Cat. The cat is the main character, but I don't know. How I, I think 100% Elden Ring. You're never just a cat. Never just you're a cat. You're a furry. Uh, yeah, Neon White should have went. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, Elden Ring. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, like Bill said. I think it's the the, the key the, the key thing that you said there that really hit home for me. What and that I think that they could have they could have easily I mean very easily fallen into a uh, a negative on this, but they didn't. They delivered was the fact of it's there. And I bet there's something there for me to go see. And and more than just like, oh, it's there and I can go see something cool, but I can experience something cool, right? Um, and there's no limit as to why you can't go where you want to go. They just literally go, fuck it, go wherever you want to go. Um, and from a game that is very more like, you kind of have two paths to kind of conquer. Like you can go to the left, you can go to the right, and then you can, you know, deal with this boss or this boss. And then you can kind of route your way back around and stuff like that. To just basically say, hey, we, we had to create this environment where you, the player really gets to guide the entire story on what they want to do. Uh, they nailed it. They did a phenomenal job. So uh, game direction uh, goes to Elden Ring across the board. All right, guys, it is it. This is the last category. This is the big one. This is the game of the year uh, for recognizing the game. that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Um, the nominees were a Playtale Requiem, Elden Ring, which won the category for the Game Awards, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Go ahead. Who wants to take the first who wants to first take the first dive in? I mean I'll I'll just go because I really don't have a whole lot else to say about it. I think we've we've pretty much with that last one spoke volumes for it. I think Elden Ring one hundred percent deserved this. I I think they deserved it, hundred and hundred thousand percent over God of War, um, and I I think that yeah I think that Game of Year was was chosen very, it was a good pick good pick one hundred percent I think that Elden Ring deserved it. So. I agree. Um, I, I I think Elden Ring deserves it, man. <laughs> With everything that we've we've said and and we've gone through, uh, and I'm I'm just I'm happy to see Elden Ring take this over God of War. That, you, mean, you, you gotta you gotta look at it like legitimately the only thing bad that we've ever had to say this entire podcast about Elden Ring is that their multiplayer was shit when it released. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and and that's that's a very rare thing nowadays. I, um, you know, just a game to come out with like not that many flaws. Like if the only thing that that they have wrong is their multiplayer and co-op, and they still have a playable game, um, that's a win for for games nowadays. So yeah. Elden Ring. Absolutely. Elden Ring, it's a game that I built my channel heavily on, and it's one that not only myself, but a lot of the gaming community really came together on. This was the start to the gaming year that I think the gaming community really needed after the drought that was 2021. Um, and I just found it interesting that... There were so many people outside of the action RPG genre that picked this game up and decided that they were going to spend a couple weeks playing through it because it does take that long to experience this game, even in a partial state. Um, yeah, well, it's like it's like it's like me. Like, I've I've never played a Dark Souls game. Like I've never liked Dark. Souls. I, I mean, I played them, but I've never liked them. Right? I picked right. this game up 
fucking took to it like a fish in water, man. Like 100% was like, this is fucking great. I love it. This is what Dark Souls should have been. You know? Yeah, man. To, to, to me personally. Again, I've never, never really been into Dark Souls, but like this one was definitely one of those games that I was like, yeah, I, I can see why people are, are all about this, you know? Right. And as far as God of War goes, I feel like I'm not as adverse to it as what you guys are. Um, maybe that's because I have gotten hands on time with it and I finished it and I'm still continuing to play it. Um, I think it did a great job. And I do think it was innovative in the ways that it pushed cinematic style gaming forward. I think on a gameplay aspect, there was nothing special to it um, compared to the 2018 but on a cinematic and storytelling level with the technology that being but a you, Sony exclusive, it can get away with because it's made specifically yeah. for that console. That's um, what I was about to say is you, you got to look at it like this, right? Right. Like when it comes to Elden Ring, when, when I was looking at my game of the year, and I was saying, okay, yes, I want to I choose Elden Ring, right? I took into consideration a lot of things. I took into consideration the fact that I have never played a Soulsborne game. And I took into this game, or I started this game and was just instantly hooked, right? I looked at the fact that the game is fun. The puzzles and the difficulty were not overly so that I was like, this is this is just bashing my face into a wall, right? And then I looked at the innovation from their previous iterations, right? So Dark Souls 1, 2, and 3 compared to what they gave us in Elden Ring, right? And then I looked at God of War and I was like, okay... I expect God of War and Sony to give me amazing storytelling and amazing, I, what's it called? I, graphics? Graphics and, and, and I, Gameplay the, 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 the in-between like cinematics, right? I, I expect that from Sony. That's expected. That's just expected, right? They didn't innovate on the game at all. Like there was nothing that changed between 2018 and 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 this release gameplay wise that I was like, okay, that's cool, that's great. And and we we talked about this a couple times on on other podcasts where I was just like, I think that they they really kind of dropped the ball on a lot of things. Like they could have went a, went a lot of directions with God of War and Ragnar uh, in Ragnarok with Kratos, right? And I like the fact that they they started bringing in uh, his son a little bit more, but I don't think that that was enough to make a game of the year. That's fair. Then? That's a great game. Like it's one hundred percent a great game. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, you know, I what I would say about this is I think for gamers this year specifically, um, it was a really good year for gaming when you're talking about indies and all of these things. And I want to make sure that like, because I do like I I feel like. <laughs> You know, I feel like a Plague Tale Requiem is like staring me in the eyes and just being like, why are you not picking me? You've got Stray staring me in the eyes. Picking me, why? Uh, I mean, Elden Ring, obviously, I think is, is the, the clear cut winner here uh, for sure. We've all dumped a, a lot of hours into it. I feel uh, bad for uh, Plague Tale. I really do. I think yeah. if it would have came out last year, it would have swept the Game Awards. That's, that's yeah. what I was about to yeah. say. Is I, th I think if it would have been in its own category without Elden Ring and God of, God of, uh, God of War there, it might have been able to do something. It, Same with I don't think Plague was. won a single award, did it not? No, no, yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, so, and that, and that's that's what I kind of want to end this on is by saying, um, yes, Elden Ring is what we've all chosen, but ultimately, 
every single one of these games, love it or hate it, whether you like cats or not, whether you like, you know, the the poor writing that was, uh, you know, the narrative in uh, Horizon Forbidden West, some of the dialogue stuff. Um, God, all of them had their faults, but all of them were were phenomenal experiences. Like it just go play. If one of these games calls you, go play it and fucking enjoy the shit out of it. And that's the thing that's amazing about. I actually, this. I actually really do want to play Plague Tale. Like it's it's on Xbox Game Pass, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna load it up and give it a give it a go. Did you play the first one? I haven't first. played the first one. Yeah, I, I, I wish that it was, was on too. Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's guys, go play. Go play these games. Like they're all great. Every single one that we talked about, all of these ones that are nominated here, go and try them out. Like, especially with things like Game Pass and PlayStation Plus and whatever else, man. There's ways for you to play these games uh without having to buy them, you know, and, and, and you can experience go play them. They're all phenomenal. They all like every single developer in here should be walking out with their head held high. So uh yes, game of the year for me is Elden Ring as well. Out of these, I mean I can't really think of anything else that is put I put more time into this year. Um, enjoyed more um, that has come out this year. So, um, but that that's it, guys. That's that's the show. That is uh, the uh, real fast. Oh. I I think it's um, my turn now. Um, I would like to nominate this award to my deformed, uh, unorthodox rabbit Billy Billy the Squid. Hey, I'm gonna um, give you full camera. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Wait, Bill turned into a rabbit. What? Thank you. All right, let me get out of here. Goodness gracious! Uh, Worst part is he kind of looks like the kid, you know. If you're, if you're not, okay. Well, Scruffy's just gone. If you're not, no. If you don't know what we're talking about, go and watch the last uh, few minutes of the show. Uh, a scary moment. Um, uh, they uh, Miyazaki. Uh, what's it? Uh, Miyazaki. Miyazaki. Miyazaki and the team handled it very, very well. Because uh, I think if Christopher Judge would have been up there, he probably would have strangled that kid and fucking choked him into the ground. Dude. Um, but uh, we're not getting Scruffy back. Anyway, that is it for the year of 2022 for not only the gaming uh, industry, but for us as a podcast. Um, I want to say, uh, since this is our last show of this year, um, thank you to each and every single one of, uh, you know, uh, the guys that are on this show, uh, Enigma, Scruffy, um, Bill, uh, the, the, the chat, um, I think I can speak for all of us when I say like, this is not an easy thing for us to put together. Um, you know, and it takes a lot of time and effort. Um, and, uh, we love doing it. That's why we continue to do this, but, um, you know, it's been a phenomenal year. It's been a phenomenal podcast. You know, we've got 71 of these in the books. I'm looking forward to 771 of them, uh, down the road. Um, not 772. Once we get to that one, that's it. My contract is fucking done. You guys find somebody else to host this bitch. I, I, um, I thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be 69, six. You need one, 169 and then six, nine, four twenty. Yeah. Christ. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but thank you. I want, I want to say, uh, you know, um, thank you to you guys for, for putting up with the bullshit that is sin, uh, and, and whatever else. <laughs> and that we, uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy, uh, you know, doing this, uh, show. So, um, I'll give you guys the floor to say anything else that you want to say, and then we're going to wrap up for 2022 and we will see you all in 2023. So anything else you guys yeah, want to add everyone? I, I think, I think I, again, just like you said, I think I can speak for everybody when I say that like coming on and doing this podcast every, every other week has been a, a very, it, it's, it's a chore, but it's one of those things where it's like, it's a, it's a, a work of love. Right. And then I, I enjoy doing it. I enjoy putting the, the uh the record the recorded versions up for you guys to listen to on all the all the stuff which again you can go to anchor.fm slash podcast to check out everything 
Uh, we should be pretty much up to date other than 71 or 70. I think I still need to update that. But uh, yeah, we're moving into 2023. I think we're going to be looking into getting some, uh, some more stuff going on for you guys. So you got that, that to look forward to. Haven't released any of that information yet, but we will definitely be giving you guys more information coming into the new year. So, uh, thank you again for listening. We love you guys. Yep, and going into the new year, um, we will be uploading segments from this podcast and prior podcasts to kind of fill in those times and get give some of our greatest hits out there for people that might be new to the channel and wanted to see what we did this year. So. Be on the lookout for those in the next few weeks, and I'm really looking forward to 2023. A lot of good things coming to the podcast, so thank you guys. Come on. I mean, that's uh, that's year three, I think, in the wraps, right? Yeah, Am I, yeah that's crazy, so guys. Up. Year three in the wraps, everybody. We've got 70, 71 episodes now. That's that's a shit ton of content for you guys to listen to. Like that baffles my mind how much how much how many hours we have of, of our beautiful voices. voices. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Christ. You're not insane now. You're going to be for sure. Holy hell. Yeah. I don't even think my wife listens yep. to me this much. Where's <laughs> anyway. hard to catch up with this critical role is. <laughs> right. Um, well, so it's, funny, it's funny that you say that critical role actually wants us to change to Fridays because we interact with their podcast oh, or their, their show, right. you know, that's it. That's it. and they, they want us to move so that we stop pulling their, you know, their audience allegedly. Yeah. I mean, we got, look, we got between that drops frames. I mean, there's, there's so many other podcasts. <laughs> Joe Rogan keeps calling Elon Musk. Is Dude, Joe, Joe Rogan hits Twitter. me up on the hourly, bro. I'm like, bro, I got, <sighs> I'm sleeping, bro. Leave me alone. The one podcast that we will always say no to though is H3H3. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. Yes. All right. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, for happy holidays, pre- everybody. Yep. yep. Happy holidays. Pre patch podcast. Much love. 2022. We're out of here. We'll see you in the new year, fuckers. Bye. Arrivederci.